Hello, and welcome to episode 18 of Who Can Convince You. Good evening. Good evening. Or good morning. <laughs> good evening. So before we um, get started... I'm alright, yeah. How are you, Harold? Before we get started, I'm fine. Oh, just... just knock the mic if you want. How are you, Harold? You alright? Like, oh. Shout the mic. I'm alright. Mm. Uh, just before we start, uh, in the last episode, ooh. I mentioned that this time we would be hitting a thousand listens. We haven't hit it, have we? The results are in. Have we hit it? How do you think we've done? Uh, We didn't hit it. How much... (laughs) How far away are we? About another 60 we need. We are on 986. That's annoying. So So next episode... (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. We'll hit the thousand. Just maybe. Thousand's all right, you know. Pretty good, that, isn't it? Yeah, I'm all right with that. Well, yeah, it's good. I wanted to discuss something with you. Go on. If you, if you, if you were up for it. Uh, let me just. Uh, yeah, I got time. Okay, so, friend of the podcast, yeah, Jr. Southall, your friend, not mine. Wow. Uh, put a post on Twitter. No, he didn't. He put a post on Facebook. Right. About. Uh, an observation about podcast listenership. Right. Okay. I'm going to read it to you, and I'd like to know what you think. Crap. Well, let's see what you think. Okay. So Did JR, he wrote this? JR. Okay. So JR says, So here's an observation about podcast listenerships. As our Strangers in Space endeavour reaches 100,000 downloads... Shit. That's an average of 410 downloads per episode. By the way. So, it's not as amazing an achievement as it might look. Oh, I don't think so. I'd say that's pretty fucking insane. Yeah. Although we are, it should be. It should go without saying, immensely grateful for everyone who downloads and listens and engages with our podcast. But here's the funny thing, and I'm sure several of our fellow independent podcasters are noticing the same thing. After two years of growth... Following our rebirth in December 2018, our listenership is now in decline. Oh, no. Not hugely yet, but enough that you can see it happening. I don't think this is because our listeners like us less, necessarily. Rather, something odd has happened to the podcast marketplace, and and it isn't what people might have been expecting. Because over the last few years, the number of people listening to podcasts has swelled exponentially. Yeah. And while you might be forgiven for thinking that ought to mean more listeners for all, instead of the opposite is happening. Instead, the opposite is happening. The bigger podcasts, the professionals or the star-driven podcasts, are increasing in number. Hmm. And as there are more of those, the number of hours the average listener has left over has left over in a given week for the smaller podcasts is diminishing rapidly. It doesn't matter how many listeners there are; there are only so much time for the listeners mm. and the you know. That's true. Yeah, the name podcasts, starrier name podcasts, are vac- vacuuming up those hours. I can read. I just want to make that clear. They. <laughs> they're vacuuming up the Patreon money too although that's another matter but Strangers in Space for instance has a Patreon account which pays for less than half of its monthly Libsyn outlay whereas the bigger stars are undoubtedly using their Patreon income to pay for their mortgages 
And all of this is fine, of course. The stars who podcast are going to attract listeners, and they're the ones who don't who do need to pay their mortgages via the entertainment work. Uh, that's as it should be, basically. And mm-hmm. this post isn't a complaint, rather just an observation. As we approach the magical 100,000 downloads, it's a little sad that somehow we... Uh, some of a, a we of fucking hell. Fuck some hell. of we smaller podcasts are actually getting smaller rather than bigger. Right. I can't remember what I said. What did I put? Well, what what do you think? I would. I agree. I do. Um. I, I trust. I trust Jr. Right. Yeah. He's been at this this game for a while now. He's getting on now. Really. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting on. <laughs> You know, I think a good three wrinkles are the cause of the, his podcast. Oh, probably. Um, but yeah, he's he's one to look up to, isn't he? Mm. And he's tall. How tall is he? Five eleven. I don't know. <laughs> am I five eleven? I think you're being a, a generous there. Five, but I on. am five ten. My doctor said. Oh right, okay. Um, before the crash or what crash? Oh, oh, you can't even remember. So I think. I trust his opinion. However, however, um, we just don't know this for sure, do we? And I, I think it can't be a blanket term, a blanket theory across the board. I do think some big star podcasts will take away um, listeners because you know there's less time in the, in the day now. Well, I think yeah, you know, I like... think it's been brought down by two hours now. It's twenty-two hours, isn't it, today? <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I get what you mean. Like yeah. people have less time the to more, spend. The more celebrity podcast, it's yeah. just turning into the like the telly, isn't mm. it? Like there's not enough yeah, hours yeah. in the day to just sit there listening to no all the podcasts you listen to. Um, but I don't know. It's it's really I, I'm fresh to this. I don't know how the uh, podcast climate is these days. Um, but I feel like we've got some really good friends at the podcast. Yeah, and I'd rather have that than. Like thousands upon thousands upon thousands of you know listeners who aren't really listening, they're just you know sticking on the background while they're fucking someone. Are you saying that uh, Strangers in Space have got thousands and thousands of listeners that aren't listening? Uh, not really, no. Oh right, okay. Oh, do you, oh, you mean like the big, the big ones? I'm just saying I'd rather have good friends of the podcast, you know, a handful, yeah, who really do listen and give us feedback rather than have <clears throat> millions and millions of fans. Yeah. So, I found that I found thought. what I replied. Okay. I commented on it, okay. and I wrote this late at night, and I probably didn't proofread it. So, this should be fun. Oh God! Right, you're so, all reading. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So I put. You get stuck on any words? You tell me. Okay. I put gaining even a small amount of listeners has been a real big challenge for us. Getting people just to click. There seems to be some episodes that do better than others for no apparent reason other than maybe the episode title is a story that somebody likes I think our most popular episode is the one on which you guessed it I think that is I think it's the JR Planet of the Daleks one now is that because people like Planet of the Daleks or what was the story you did on that one I don't know I always forget about what I say but But, it's probably because JR's yeah probably and his audience is coming over um we are just coming up to a thousand listens, which half of my brain says is pathetic and we should just quit whilst we're ahead right. or behind. Let's quit then. But the other half says that it's not bad going since starting in January. It's not, is it really? Let's keep going. Really? Uh, yeah. We really struggle to stand out. It's, I think that's like the, the hardest bit, isn't it? Because no. you don't want to do the No, I, I feel like we stand on our own. All right, okay. No, I'm confident in that. Okay. I'm proud of that. 
you, you know, you don't hear loads of other podcasters doing songs and, you know, yeah. talking about and oh, and especially that I put, like you say, podcasts or the podcast like platform hmm. has seemed to become sort of umbrellaed by the celebrity YouTuber podcasting. Yeah. It's only a matter of time, thing. though, isn't it? Yeah. And that they just have instant success because of who they are. I can't even find our podcast on iTunes by typing in Doctor Who or some like a similar search. Mm. Like we don't, it doesn't come up. You have to put Doctor uh, Who. Well, I've got a con. I'm sorry to keep interrupting, but I won't remember. Uh, that's otherwise. fair. That's fair. But um, like they built up their career and they're just in a different medium, a visual one, and it's a hell of a lot easier doing that instead of just trying to build up your um community via audio only. Hmm. I feel like it's much easier doing it visually. Maybe. I mean... Much more entertaining. It's, it's a weird thing with podcasts, isn't it? Because it's sort of... It sits in an awkward place where it, it's not visual, obviously. No. But it's not the music industry. But everyone drives. Everyone. Every single person yeah. on the planet drives. I love drives. podcasts on while I'm driving. But it's weird, isn't it? Because it's sort of... It's its own little thing. Yeah. But... It's getting sort of taken over now, isn't it? Yeah. By sort of the big, like what's that? What's the bold bloke? Thing is though, <laughs> thing is though, yeah. It, when when you just big as in the podcast scene straight away, where's the drive to keep you know improving? Well, Although, I, I'm not I, saying I, I, I don't everyone, reckon, but I th- I think it wouldn't make a difference. I think if if we had or any podcast starts out and then they get a load of listeners hmm. straight away. I think. What was that Doctor Who podcast that got like twenty thousand in its first like couple of weeks? Yeah, uh, was it something who? I don't or know. Or missing episode podcast. It was strange. It was. It was really oh, weird. I mean, fuck. fair play, like. Hell yeah. Oh no, no. One of the people on it were. Um, they've had a history in Doctor Who, haven't they? It's the one where what's his name? Is it Gav? I don't that know. That does the graphic design thing. Hmm. You know that we saw yeah, in yeah, the him, magazine. Yeah, yeah. I don't know whether it's. I haven't listened to it properly, you know, enough to work out like who's who and what's yeah, what. Because we don't listen to other podcasts. We did. Strangers in sp- uh, Spice. Um, it was that it was a podcast that he was on. I think. Yeah. I don't know whether he was a guest for a few episodes or he is like one of the presenters. But they were like in the top chat iTunes, yeah. like in entertainment. Yeah, in entertainment, they were like number eleven. Yeah. Crazy. So, yeah. well, then again, like iTunes is weird. Like you, our podcast is Doctor Who, who can convince you? Yeah. Like a lot of the podcasts that, like I think, I think Strangers in Space is Doctor Who, Strangers in Space. Crinoid podcast is definitely Doctor Who, Crinoid podcast. I think. I said definitely, and then I didn't know. But do you know what I mean? Like, but the Doctor Who bit is the bit that I would have thought you search for it, yeah. and it pops up. Yeah. But on my phone, I don't know whether this is just iPhone. It only shows you like thirty or probably not even that. And they're all like the big, big names, but yeah. then it changes every now and again, and certain ones disappear. I think it's you know the backhand money in them. Yeah, it's got to be. If we give you a tenner, can you yeah, no one earns, tenor? no one earns, you know, the right to be up there on their own. It's nobody. <laughs> it has to be backhand. You can't work for that. It is weird. You can't just try your hardest. Not like, to be a good podcast. You have to be slipping some money somewhere. <laughs> That's what I, I, I just think it's a bit weird that like it. It just seems to be not impossible, but. I, it's unclear so, how you end up being able to be found. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Is it like, is, is it when you hit a thousand listens? Is it when you I, have more than a hundred subscribers? Is it? I tell you now, I'm not asked. 
I just like doing it. Well, uh, yeah, I don't care. Like but I said, I, it's I just... brilliant for me for me mental health. Yeah, just doing something every week. Yeah, I love it. Uh, my, my I don't own... give a shit. I'd rather no one listen. Nobody. That's not true. No. <laughs> but like, but I, I just love knowing that you know at least yeah, Nigel oh, yeah, you can know. listen to it and think you know yeah, what Keith, hello Keith. That is something. See, there's a smile on Keith's face. Yeah, now. look at him smiling. Look at him smiling, Keith. <laughs> Just you know, yeah, they've got something to listen I'll to. I tell you, smiling as well. Who, Mark? Oh, Mark Cochran. What does he want now? Look at him smiling. Look at him giggling. <laughs> but no, yeah. Have you have you listened to any other Doctor Who podcasts? Uh, I tend not to, um, only because it'll probably be on an episode I haven't watched yet. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I do tend to like say when I'm driving up here. Yeah, I will stick like someone else's podcast on. And see if I can copy them. Uh, for yeah, yeah. For for what it's worth. Yeah, I've found a new podcast. Okay, and I think it's great. Who is it? Well, I'm not going to say. Why? No, yeah, I'll say. Um, it's called My Adventure in Space and Time. I've heard of this. It's pretty good. It's uh, uh, uh I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's a Scottish girl called Shona, I think. Mm. Um, hi Shona. Hello. Um, yeah, it's great. And they're doing like a, a walkthrough of. Uh, she hasn't seen Classic Who, and I think she has guests who have. Mm. Or no, no, that no, telling a lie, she hasn't seen Classic Who, and I think she's getting people that have seen New Who and haven't seen right. Classic Who. So she well. only reviews Russell T Davis era Doctor Who. No, no, Classic Classic. Who classic, said that about who. us? Oh yeah, yeah. Who was that? I don't know. Some we had, yeah, we had some a comment, shitty didn't we, saying, fucking podcast said. Yeah. Oh, they're really good podcasts, but they only do Russell T. Davis things. Right, right. thing is about Russell. <laughs> right, come on, let's just... Let's get it out in the open. So, go and listen to Strangers in Space, and go and listen to the Crinoid podcast, and All the Time and Space, and My Adventure in Space and Time. But not before... The Cloister Bell. But not before you listen to us. don't listen to us. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's the okay. one. Can we do a quiz? Can I just add one oh. more thing? I'd like to talk about Hedges. As you might be aware, mm. I think you are aware, I've got a bit of a feud with the neighbour at the minute. Are you aware of this? Uh, to the point where I, I was... Is it that I, way or that way? That way. Yeah. Where Assholes. I, I really want to just put a bullet in his tyre, but I'm not sure if that's legal, or maybe just pepper gun his ass as he's outside. Or kidnap his kid. I don't think it's got to that stage. Right, okay. But it's... Um, it's just quite. quite there's a lot of a ransom. Oh, that's yeah. good. Cut your edge, dog. Take the dog. Yeah. So this came up. I bought a new uh, hedge cutter. Oh, Ryobi. Ooh. I've got Expensive the right... batteries then. Shit me. Yeah. I you know. I got the drill. Yep. I got the um, circular saw. I got mm. the sander. Mm. I've got the. What do you do all this for? The, all for the Ryobi hedge? stuff. Oh, no, right. no. Yeah, I didn't use the drill sander. for the hedge. Um. So I thought right. The petrol hedge cutter is way too heavy. Mm. It's just resi- it makes your arm ache. Yeah. So I bought the Ryobi one, and do you know what? I can do pretty much all the garden on one battery. Wow. It's pretty good going, I Yeah, it's all right, though. And there's no drop in quality. Like, I don't reckon it's no. any worse than the petrol one. So Good snappage of twigs. Well, I tell you what. Clean. Mm, clean cut. It is. What's this got to do with your neighbour? So, I cut all of the hedges in the front garden. Yeah. And I, I left a bit. It was getting a bit late. Yeah. And it looked like it was going to rain. Right. So I left the bits where I had to get a tarpaulin for the gravel. Right. Well, this is it. See, 
you know, cutting the head, people moan. Like, oh, cut your fucking edge. The thing is... There's a lot of work goes into cutting your hedge. Half of it is cutting the hedge. The other half... Half. Half. Is picking it up. Yeah. Well, what I do... That's is, where the real pricks come out. Well, here we go. I cut the hedge. I cut all of the areas of the hedge where it will fall on the grass. Yeah. And then I cut the grass. Right. So I hoover up the the hedge cuttings whilst cutting the grass. Right. So we do hedge first and then the grass. I did that, hmm. and the only bits I had left were the bits that were on gravel. So the bit that's by the front window. You'll struggle to get the mower over that. <laughs> so I put a tarpaulin down normally, but because it was getting late, I thought, right, I'll do it. I'll do it tomorrow or the day after. Hmm. Next day came, and next door decided they were going to cut their side of the hedge. Hmm. Please bear in mind, at this point, on the hedge that connects to their house, I cut straight across the top so he's only got to do his horizontal side right no his vertical side is that right no idea what's the up and down one up and down is vertical that's the one so points towards the sky he only had to cut his vertical side of the hedge on his side because i'd done the whole top yeah so mr passive aggressive next door Mm. decides to do that but the part that i'd missed out because i needed to put the tap hole in he decided he was only going to cut halfway across the hedge. So he cut he cut the top of the hedge, but only halfway across, which meant I still had to do the my half of the top of the hedge. And so it, he's making I, sure he's only doing his bit. I tell you what, it pissed me right, right. off. You call me petty. Yeah. Go on. Petty. Yeah. I thought you'd say that, but it. I tell you what, it's infuriating. Mm. It's harder to do that. Yeah, you'd have to really think about yeah. that. He's yeah. using the edge of the hedge cutter and he's yeah. having to just do little bits of it just to get it off rather than just so, swiping yeah. it across. He's a cunt. Honest to God, it's pissed me right off. Next time, you should get around on one of his edges and cut it out into a giant knob. i tell you what I am going to do next what? time. I'm going to cut the hedge yeah. and push the cuttings onto his side. No, I'm my idea better. Yeah, that's probably... I tell... I'll just shoot his tyres. Right, should we do a quiz? Should we then? do a quiz? Right then, quiz time. Cable's very taut. <laughs> oh my god. Are you alright there? No, it's in, my, oh, it's in the chair. No, it's not. What was that about? I think you're just tripping over it. Right then. So, quiz time this week. Mm. We're going back to what we know. Or. In other words, I couldn't be bothered to research yeah, any questions. Like so, I have chosen you four items okay. from the uh, the official Doctor Who store. Okay. And I'd like you to put them into price highest to lowest. These are all brand new. BBC store. BBC store. Well, it's not the BBC. The BBC store doesn't exist anymore. Why? I don't know. I can't remember. I think it was just they weren't selling enough stuff. Uh, so it's the, the Doctor yeah, Who. Doctor Who is dying, isn't it? The Doctor Who store. Yeah. Okay. So, item one. Limited edition sixth Doctor portrait. 
limited to just 75 of each design worldwide. Fucking hell. Our doctor's, our doctor's portraits are perfect for any Whovian's wall. Please bear in mind I click the framed option. Right. Okay, so that's okay. going to plus a good 30 quid. So this is framed. Right. Is, is that supposed to be Colin Baker? It's supposed to be. I, th I think it's the same uh, designs that are used on the BritBox yeah. um, pictures for each doctor. Right. So what they are you thinking? Oh, Talk I, me through I want, it. I want them to make steelbooks with those front covers. Mm. The ones on BritBox. On the back. You can see just the back of the red. <laughs> <laughs> um, what am I thinking? Yeah. Would you want me to give you a price? Yeah, go on. Highest to lowest. Oh, shit, yeah. Item two. Yeah. <laughs> Is a Mr. Men Doctor Eleventh T-shirt and cushion bundle, perfect for fans of the Eleventh Doctor. The greatest mashup between the entire universe is here. Doctor Who meets the world of Roger Hargreaves. Right. What's the? Oh, it's T-shirt and cushion. T-shirt cushion combo. Right. Okay. I see. Okay. Um. Item three. I don't want to get. Yep. Item three. Is 13th Doctor patent blue collar? No, blue collar insert mug. What? Once you've finished reversing the polarity. Re Once you've finished reversing the polarity of the neutron flow, check out these two toned ceramic mugs exclusive to the official Doctor Who web shop. Shop. Thank you. And item four. Oh god. Is the 11th Doctor collage clock. It's shit. Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. This premium 30 by 30 centimeter wooden clock is a must for all Doctor Who fans. After all, even a Time Lord needs to know what time it is. Have you got the this clock? I haven't. No, sorry. Right, so you're not a true. Apparently, I am not. It uh, looks it's shit. Not it's like a. Mm, it's like grunge punk. It's. Uh, Uncomfortable is what it is. Shit, and he's got masks. So let me just run through here. those again. He looks like a serial killer. He does. It's terrifying. Frank so seems... item one... Not in real life, in this picture. Yeah. <laughs> item one is a limited edition sixth Doctor portrait. Item two is a Mr. Men, uh, Matt Smith cushion and t-shirt thing. Item three is the thir 13th Doctor patterned blue colour insert mug. The mug is... It screams Riverdale to me. It does. It's, it's like, like uh, stickers. Yeah, it's, it's, it's loaded of Doctor Who stickers yeah. stuck on a mug. A and if anybody mug. has um, followed our Twitter, at Who Can Convince, they'll know that we uh, had some Who Can Convince You mugs made. And these are quite similar, aren't they? Where the, the oh, handle... Oh, better. Oh, yeah. The handle of the mug yeah. is a uh, solid colour. Is it? And so is the inside of the mug. Oh, I didn't even notice. No. Uh, and then item four is the 11th Doctor collage clock. Right. Price highest to lowest. Right, let's go. Um, highest will be the portrait. No, Mr. Men. Mr. Men, I reckon that's annoying 50 quid. Portrait is 40. The clock is 39.99. And the, third, the, the, the mug is 13 pounds. Would you like to repeat that for me? Fucking hell. <laughs> Oh, right, Portrait's 50, Mr. Men is like, uh, fucking, uh, what is that, I can't remember, 40, uh, the clock is 36, I don't know, and the mug is 13 pounds. You're wrong. You've got one right, I think. 
Oh, we got two right. Oh, well, let's find out. Item, the highest item, yep. is the sixth Doctor portrait. How much did you think? 50. It is £124.99. Oh <laughs> the Robin bastard. So if you want all. Oh, it's going to cost you 13. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Uh, the second highest item, which you thought was. Mr. Man. Is actually. The clock. The clock. The 11th Doctor collage clock comes in at. 34.99. I wasn't far off. No, that's alright. Item. Three. Can you get your foot off my cable? Because I do apologise. Because you keep cutting out. Oh, sorry. I, I keep thinking I'm going deaf. <laughs> item three. It, oh no, sorry. Yes, item three is the Mister Men Eleventh uh, Doctor T-shirt cushion bundle. Thirty-three pounds. Thirty-two ninety-eight. Oh. oh yeah, thirty-three. Oh yeah, probably with postage. And that means Two item P number four. Postage. No. Yeah. I said 33, you said 32.98, and I said, oh yeah, so 33, and you said, yeah, probably with postage. Yeah. So two pence postage. Yeah. DPD. Oh, uh, can I just ask? Go on. What's your favourite courier service? Ooh. Now I've got mine. I tell you what, I'm though. sure you at home have got yours. <sighs> DPD are risky sometimes. Very risky. But I, I do tell you, the driver that comes here... Hmm. He's excellent. Lovely guy. He leaves notes. Like, I didn't want to put it in the greenhouse because the chickens were out. Aww. So I've put it somewhere safe. Yeah, you know, he, he sells us where he's put it. Um, Hermes. Is that how you say it? I always say Herms. I've just seen them sort of just drop in parcels. Yeah, they, they like to shit and run. Yeah. They like to shit and run. But do you know what? I think DHL are strong. <laughs> strong. I think they're a strong courier. Uh, no. You're gonna go FedEx, aren't you? No. Now let me tell you something, a little something about DHL. Uh, item four is the thirteenth Doctor mug at fourteen ninety nine. Go on. <laughs> well, is that the quiz over there? Yeah, that's the quiz. So go on, <laughs> carry on. We've got the clock. Oh, we did the clock. Yes. All right. Well, that's a good quiz, Harold. Thank you. Thank um, you. <laughs> So I lost. Hmm. Right. Come on. I want to know about your oh. courier. So, uh, where were we? Be November nineteenth, to be exact. And I was sitting there, waiting, waiting for a knock on the door, expecting DHL, uh, because it was the release date of the PS Five last year. I remember this. And everyone got their PS Fives. All my friends. <laughs> and I was the one who told them, like, "Oh, the PS Fives are live now. Pre-order them." And you know. Ten minutes after they all sold out, they're alive. No, they're all live on. Oh, they're yeah, online websites. now, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And they only lasted like yeah under ten minutes. So I managed to get you know mine and everyone else's. And on the day, everyone got theirs. I remember and my this. accounts linked to one of my friends, and he was downloading games on his PS5. So I kept getting <clears> notifications throughout the day. Just downloaded. Do this you, PS5 game just downloaded. Do you also remember that I drove to your house? And I thought... And knocked the door. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was the postman. It's here! Mother! Father! It's here! It's here! Oh, boy! Oh, boy! Oh! oh. <laughs> My little heart. Hello. Yeah, it was a bad day. Didn't come until two days after. That's that's bad. Yeah. Um. I spoke to him on the phone a few times, and they were like, "Yeah, well, is it a PS5 by chance?" Yeah. It's like, "Yeah, 
Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, we, well, everybody else a, has got those, but we'll reschedule your we, delivery. We've had more. a lot of trouble, you know, trying to get them out of the warehouse. And I was like, well, all right, that's fair. But my uh, moral of the story is DHL are scummy cunts, and you should never, ever, ever. How's that, Major Corey? Harry is not affiliated with DHL in any way. Now, I would. This is just me personally. If I had to go with one courier service, I'd probably go with DPD. Yeah, I can say, yeah. Not UPS. DPD. Not Yahoo. Uh, do you know what? I don't know. Yeah, DP, DPD seem to be quite strong around here. Yeah. I know some. You, you hear some stro- some uh, horror stories about people's parcels, don't yeah. you? Yeah. But, um, no, they're, they're pretty good. Yeah. They're pretty good. All right. The farm uses um, DPD as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Any problems? I uh, don't think so. Well, if you do, oh, uh, yeah. as they sent something to uh, Glasgow, and they lost it. And apparently, if you send something with DPD, yeah, if it gets lost, it's not their fault. But mm. if it gets damaged, it is. Right. Oh no, actually, it might be the other way. Oh god, I can't remember what it is. So if it, if it gets it's damaged, it's not. I can't remember. I'll double check and I'll I'll let you all know next mm. week. But I I got uh, a big big. Respect for yeah. courier services. I've, I've got respect for the drivers. The height of lockdown, all anyone could do is get the things done. You know, I ordered this chair yeah. to make sure my ass doesn't ache yeah. whilst recording this. And I ordered it with Amazon Prime, but because it was a big item, it was coming with DPD. Mm. So I went on the DPD app, and it said your your delivery is 120 of, what was it, 200 and something deliveries in the day? Fuck. How on earth are you supposed to do that? And you're a delivery man. Yeah, you, what do you know? It's like, how's he supposed to do that? Yeah. Oh, well. Fucking hell. World we live in. What a time to be alive, eh? Can I talk about one more thing? Go on. Can we stop supporting John Barrowman now? Uh, I don't. I, do, I don't like I think John it's disgusting. Barrowman. Right? Yeah, we know he did those things. Well, right? I, it's just a quick one. We know he did those things, and I don't think we should jump in like I am, saying, oh, you know what? He's fucking wrong. But can we not go on the other side and say, "Oh no, I support you. I we're all our fans are here for I you." I think, yeah. Leave him be. He's in the midst of having allegations against him. Do not talk to him until Don't we talk no, to him. until we know think, what's well, happening. It's it's tricky, isn't it's it? It's disgusting. You know, I find it horrible. I th- I, know, I completely understand that some people will say, "Well, this you is know, on Twitter, by the way, isn't it?" You are. Yeah, well, I see it mostly on Twitter. Yeah, it is mostly on Twitter. All his fans but, commenting, you know, tweets. I think the thing is. I never knew that these allegations. I know this is like old hat now, isn't it? From the other, from a couple of weeks ago, but I never knew that those allegations cropped up at the time he was in Doctor Who, and apparently no. it was all dealt with and all sorted out. But right. now they've sort of reared their head. I completely understand that some people are saying, "Well, you know, it's happened, mm. and you know, it's been dealt with and yeah. it's sorted now. So just leave it alone." Yeah, let's leave No Clark alone. But. I think the the other side of the coin is well, yeah, it's been sorted, and it might have been a joke, but if you get your tackle out at yeah. work, put it rest on someone's shoulder. You know, I don't think it's very. You know, what's to stop uh, anyone else doing that? A little slap on the wrist, fuck off. Well, I, I suppose that is another thing, isn't no, it? It's there's sort no of... place for it. He needs to fuck off. People need to stop supporting on Twitter. Should we? Should we order his cameo now? <laughs> you know, like they do with Nigel Farage, where do they you get to you'll get the American version or Scottish version? Or do you reckon you have to? You, there's a drop down you know menu what? where you get to pick. I can't believe <laughs> that's a, such a bullshit story. You know, well, I don't know. I don't. Know. Thi- I don't know. Well, the thing life. is, right? 
It's strange, but I'm not going to, you know. It, well, I think... Get pissed off about it. I'd rather get pissed off It's about such a massive change, isn't it? Like he says... Uh, what did he say, though? He changed his accent when he moved to America uh, to, sort yeah, of, to, to fit, fit in. in. Yeah, Right. If I go to the farm, yeah. or if I go to speak with fellow Welsh people... Yeah. If I speak Welsh all day... Yeah. You know yourself... You could, you come home or like send me a voice message to like sound yeah. proper Welsh. My, so when I'm speaking English, but I am first language Welsh. Yeah. So when I speak English after I speak in Welsh for a while, the accent stays there. Mm. And it's like really hard to shift it. Sticky. Yeah. Soppy. But if I've been speaking, like when it, if I've been speaking to you for a while, yeah. it softens, I'd say. Because you, I don't think like I don't think listening back to the podcast, people will go, "Oh, he's, he's Welsh." Yeah, he's a Welsh little bugger. Him. No, I don't think. Not. I've been told that I don't sound Welsh. No, I don't think you do. I think you sound more Scouse. Yeah, I like Scousers. I think you, yeah, you're, you're a bit more the Wirral, aren't you? The Wirral. But you know, so I, I get that that your accent can change. Yeah. But to that degree, but like, on yeah, on like cue. you can switch it on and off. I don't think so. Somehow you can just do a Scottish accent, can't you? And what age did he leave? At like five? I don't know. Well, he's hardly. I've got oh. nine in my mind, but I, don't, I really don't know. I don't know. Anyway, can we stop talking about a dirty little bugger now? Aye. Should we carry on? So, I'm going to go first this week. Is that okay? Yeah, it's fine. All right. So, this week, episode one, or the first one we're looking at, don't know why I said that, is Vengeance on Varos from season... What are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> from series 22, serial two, aired from the 19th to the 26th of January, 1985. Written by Philip Martin... Directed by Ron Jones and produced by JNT. Or Junt. Junt. Music by Jonathan Gibbs. <laughs> and it is two episodes long. Would you like a synopsis? Um, is it about this episode? It can be. All right, go on. Yeah? Seeking the rare mineral Zyton Fuss. No. Shall I try that again? Do you want me to do it? No, it's all right. In my head, I saw Zyton and then... Seeking the rare mineral... I'll do it! Seeking the rare mineral Zyton 7 to repair his TARDIS, the Doctor arrives on Varos, a world where political prisoners... Sorry. (laughs) Where political prisoners and their guards are all subjected to the sadistic tortures and executions which the colony's inhabitants view and vote... On through interactive television. Christ. Accused, this is about as wordy as the dialogue. Uh, Accused but of being alien infiltrators, that's different, helping to helping the colony's rebel fractions, the Doctor and Perry. I said fractions. Factions. Oh, factions. Sorry, I said fractions. Can you do it again? Factions. Fucking hell. Leave it. No. Do you want me to do it again from the top? No. Accused of being alien. Okay. 
Accused of being alien infiltrators helping the colony's rebel factions, the Doctor and Perry find themselves the latest unwilling subjects of this most extreme form of reality TV. Or in this most. Right. So. We watched, uh, oh. we should say that we watched both of these stories together. We did. It was a strange experience. It was I weird. I don't know if I'd do it again. No, but. I wouldn't want to be stuck in a room with you for a while watching telly. Um, but it was different. Wanna... Different. <laughs> yeah. So what did you think of Vengeance on Varos? Uh, like you said, very, very wordy. Very uh, wordy. Do you know what? You I've know s- a lot of the cast were looking down at the floor to look at the lines. I've seen this like quite a few times, yeah. and I don't think I've ever picked up on how wordy it is. Oh, it's a mouthful. There's a lot of sentences that, you know, we could cut something there, couldn't we? You know, a page of a script is roughly a minute on screen. Yeah. In this, a page of a script is roughly, you know, 20 minutes. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 I'd a, say it's a small script. There's a lot of wordy dialogue in this, but it isn't as bad as Warriors of the Deep. Uh, Do you remember when the Silurian is, the, when they're walking down the steps? The Ice Warriors... Oh, have God. been yeah that was just slow full. yeah I know but there's just loads of words in this yeah there? loads it's really weird Low. imagine if us two were on it <sighs> can we take that again it'd be awful wouldn't it sorry I just can't get these words out uh I really enjoyed it oh I think I always do mainly because I think it's it's probably the best Colin Baker story or one of and you used to have this on uh, video didn't you I do have it on video and you watched it that much that it wore out. <laughs> so then, yeah, in two thousand four, you actually got it on DVD. Yes, probably. Um, no, I, re- I really like Vengeance of no, Varus. It was all right, to be fair. Um, I thought it looked good. It's it feels a lot like Caves of Androzani for me. Yes, yes. In the sort of bleakness. Yes. Uh, well, um, I asked. I asked. You did. Tight um, <laughs> curls. His tight curls. Um, I asked you who this was written by because I thought it might have been the same person who did the uh, the Dalek one from Davros with uh, Colin Baker in it as well and Perry. I can't remember what it's called. Re- Remembrance of the Daleks. It's not written by the same person, but... Is it, it Remembrance of the Daleks? It is Remembrance. Oh, uh, sh- no, it's not. It's uh, Revelation of the Daleks we looked one. at. That's the one. Uh, yeah, I thought it was similar because you've got the, uh, those characters, you know, the one from Benadol, that, that woman... And her husband, I'm guessing. Yes. Eighteen team watching TV. They're reoccurring characters in this in the same setting. And um I just that reminded me of like the DJ. Joe kept cutting back. Oh. And this uh sort of theme of like media like that uh Revelation of the Daleks did as well. But it wasn't directed. No, it wasn't written by the same guy. It was script edited by the same uh, bloke. Right. Eric Saywood. Right, okay. So, you never know. And a lot of the violence, obviously, comes from Eric Saywood, because he's... Oh, yeah, he's, he's horrible. He's gun-ho, isn't he? He likes slapping women. He, well, apparently so. <laughs> I, I was really shocked at that It was point. bad, We'll, that, we'll get to that. So, should we do a little breakdown? I've sort of written out the bits that jumped out, episode by episode. Right. So, episode one opens with the torture of John Dare. Yeah. The... the Strapping lads. He's good at dodging, isn't he? He's good at dodging that light. Whoa! Wow! (laughs) And then we cut to the TARDIS, don't we? And we get that... um... (laughs) Now, I really like Perry. 
I like Perry. I've said this to the point where it's getting a bit creepy. Yeah. So I like Perry, but her accent. Total power failure. Oh, Doctor, we got a total power failure. Yeah. <laughs> power. Oh. Power. I'll be back in about an hour. Back in about an hour. <laughs> she just completely slips the voice. Yeah. Like, how anybody thought she was American. But then again, when I was a kid, I thought she was just American. Yeah. I didn't. Did you? Yeah, I, I, I thought she was American. Because in that time, they all put, you know, there's a TV voice, isn't there? Yeah. For Britain and uh, the US. RP. Yeah. So, I, you know, you never know, do you? No. Um. But yeah, her costume's dreadful. I did think the colours, I feel like her, her top half mm. could have been a different colour to her shorts. <laughs> Um, I feel like you know it could have been a nice, 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 nice uh, green or something like that. Um, but I think she does need a jacket on because a lot of people, you know, took yes. a glance down a shirt and it, I felt quite uncomfortable. It, it's very tight. Yeah, very tight. Very tight. Uh, it must hurt. It, it must be to the point where she's constantly breathing in. Yeah. I know she's slim anyway, but yeah. you wouldn't want any rolls there, would you? No. Like, for me, rolls. anyway. I couldn't wear that. What did you say before? You can see, if you had a packet of crisps, you'll see every crisp in that tummy. You would, yeah. yeah. Every biscuit. <laughs> so, we then meet Syl, moaning about the Zyton prices. What do you think of Syl? Who's Syl? Syl. Syl. Uh, Nabil Shaban played Syl. Which one's Syl? <laughs> <laughs> that little fucking gremlin. He's disgusting, isn't he? He's so annoying. He's really annoying. He's, he's great, really annoying. though. Yeah, he's great. He's great. He comes back as well. Brilliant. Spoilers. I think he's funny. Oh, yeah, I think he's good. He's great. Yeah, it's just, oh, my God, shut up by the end of it. Shouts. Would you like a fun fact about him? Go on, then. You know, he keeps eating that green, like, marshmallowy stuff. Yeah. It gave him the shits. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And apparently, oh. the, the costume is in two bits. So there's the head. And then the rest of it is sort of like a sleeping bag with arms stuck to it. Mm. So he'd have to be sort of like lowered into it. Yeah. And then he's, he's just like trapped in it, like his his body, with the uh, headdress bit put on. Aye. And then he got the shits, and apparently it was just like impossible to get oh. out of. Like, it'd be annoying, wouldn't yeah. it, as well? It's like if you were a Cyberman and you're dying for Especially a Especially knowing that he has to get down from that as well. Yeah. Well, I don't think they let him do it himself. No, but it's it, like they unzip him. They say, "Right, go on then." <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like it's it's even like if I sat on like something like that and getting yeah, off, oh. when I know it's like when you go over a speed bump in it when you need a you, pee. You know when I was talking Ooh. about farts and like you don't know if it's a real fart because you couldn't have gotten away with it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. couldn't have really got away with it because some shit did come out you know, on the bog. But like when you're in that state, <laughs> when you jump off something or like low, use your arms and strain. No. Out it goes. Uh, you would have, you, you, know, you need some trousers, extra trousers and stuff like that. Which well, is a shame, really. Isn't it? <laughs> I think the design's great. Yeah. It's a very, it it's sort of very like a cool. maggoty shell fish kind you of. You can see it, got, it was inspired by Cassandra. Or maybe the other way. No. Okay. Water me, water me. Or. What is the other thing? What's the shit? Moisturize. Or. Or. I don't know what she says. Moisturise me, isn't it? Yeah. I was trying to think of someone else. I can't remember. She just moans, doesn't she? Yeah, she just moans. Um, you don't like that actress, do you? No, I don't. Why? I just don't think she's very good. Oh, I like I her. I like her in my family. 
Uh, oh yeah, yeah, my family. Mm. I like my family. God, there's about a, isn't there about a million series of that? I wish. Wish. I wish. But I, I haven't seen it in so long. Uh, so the TARDIS stalls, uh, and they have to go and get the. What is it? They need the Zoltan, parts, don't they? Some yeah. Part. They need this rare mineral that's only the, found on Baros. How convenient. Mm. Uh, the governor then gets zapped, and this is the point where we find out about the whole like aspect of the the story really isn't it yeah it's sort of the x factor has taken over politics well i could see that this episode was very much inspired by um you know the big brother episode in season one of doctor who <laughs> you know i think you know all about entertainment mm. and stuff. Uh, oh your most favorite oh it's john's favorite monster isn't it in uh, that episode what's her name know. the one who does uh weakest link she's in that episode oh uh and Hathaway, um, yeah. So you can see where it's get it's getting its inspirations. Mm, I think. Funny that, so, yeah. isn't it? Must have gone forward in time to. No, kind of bring it back. I know. I like. I like. It. I, I think it sounded better in 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 the synopsis though. Mm. Like, is it, watch, I think know, it's, it's re- it's really interesting. It it is like a mix between. Now hold on. Okay. It's like a mix between that episode. Hmm. The Big Brother, Bad Wolf, is it? I don't know what's called. I don't know. No, it's not. I don't know. It's like that. And the second episode in season five, Matt Smith, you know, London on the, yeah, you know, London on the spaceship with the the creature Hmm. uh, because you got that voting system. Yeah. So I don't know who's ripping off who, but yeah. Well, this definitely came first. So, um, I think it's I think it's it's a good idea. Yeah. I don't think they I, I, they probably don't do enough I with it though. Th- and the fact that we only ever see that woman out of Enidorm we only ever see them voting, don't she we? Like, weird that, isn't it? You know she returns in Doctor Who. She does. Clara's Nam. I think she's in something else as well. I'm sure she's in another classic Who story. Hmm. I can't remember. Um yeah, so then the governor gets zapped because of the voting system. Yeah. He doesn't die, but he gets, you know... It's his third time now. ...pained. Perhaps mm. we could sort of get some sort of Boris Johnson... Perhaps we should do that. Get everybody to vote. Yeah. You get all of the people moaning about COVID, like, oh, zap him, zap him. <laughs> oh, taking away our rights. Just stay oh, inside yeah. for a couple of go weeks. Go get married, you fuck. Oh, yeah, and go... And he has. Know, yeah, yeah. Go, I'm not having a bloody jab. Oh, we've, oh, we've both been jabbed we've now, have we? We've both been... COVID secured. We've both been stabbed. We have. By an unknown vaccine. And I will say... just trust in the government Please here. just go and get the jab. If you want to. If, yeah, but you know, don't go out of your way to sort of say, I'm not bloody having it. You're bloody you got to stand for something, Harold. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. St- I, I, would, I wouldn't get it. Stand for the milk I'll, pr- I'll, Stand for milk prices. I got my first one, but I'm not getting my second no one. No way. No bloody way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting the second one. I can fuck off. That's it then. Go on then. So back on fuck the TARDIS, yep. Colin cops a proper good look at Perry's. Yeah. He like he, um, he looks at the at a tits and looks back. Wow, I, I was trying to avoid that word. He looks but... at a tits and then looks at the camera and looks back at a tits and look at the camera again and like and does, does that do weird that? thing with that. Colin, connect. <laughs> so yeah, it's very uncomfortable. Yeah, 
It's got that. He's got like the Tardis Haynes manual thing out, isn't he? Yeah. And she's holding it. Haynes manual. And it's oh, it's very weird, isn't it? Look, Doctor. It's thing, they, oh. You know, they're obviously they're really they're close, aren't they? Like Colin and Nicola. Yeah, they get very close. Yeah. But you know, they no, they seem to have like a good time with each good other. Rapport. What's the fan-made thing where they're in bed? Hey. Is it Air Zone Solution? What are you reading? The, I'm not reading anything. Look at the floor. Um, I think it's Air Zone Solution. Where they're in bed? Uh, well, it's like a fan-made thing that was in the 90s. Right. And Colin and Nicola end up in bed. Oh. Nothing happens. Oh. It's, uh, okay. We'll have to uh, find it. Maybe. I think I've got it on video. Oh, have you? Do you know what? I watched it so much that it wore out and I had to go and buy it on... De- Hey. Uh, uh, John Dare is then sentenced, but the doctor arrives and Perry pulls him off so that. The, so that. <laughs> on for the lads. Um, yeah, you know when she pulls him out of the way for the, the so that the laser hits the um, things that are holding him. Yes. She pulls him off <laughs> uh, so the doctor can free him. He's got the mirrors, haven't they? Do the little lights. Why? What is with that? There's a lot of light. It it's like a disco ball, isn't it? Mm. It's the set. I said, uh, didn't I before? It's like me in class. With yeah, mirror. burning the teacher's yeah. ass. Morris. <laughs> <laughs> if you could all just uh, get your notebooks out, please. So I'd like you to copy down what's on the board. <laughs> <laughs> um, Take that bit. <laughs> so then, uh, Rond. Before I go on, yeah. This story looks really weird. It hasn't got a great look about it. Uh, I'd say sometimes. It Can does. you stop shaking your leg? I'm really, really nervous. It's. Uh, <laughs> it looks very. What's the word? The quality isn't great. It's a bit hazy, isn't it? Uh, yeah. There's the. In the second episode near the end, mm. you know when like the, the oh no is it. Colin? No, it's the, when they're in a the group and they can see the other group. You know, Colin. Oh, yes, got, yes, 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 saying, yes. Come to us. The, I yeah. think some of the effects are that great. great. But then straight after, when they stop and think, no, it's a mirage. And they look. It's down, a mirage. Of course, you're foul. And they look down at the floor and it's like this lava pit thing. Yes. It, oh, my God. Really weirdly keyed That's in, isn't it? Probably one of the worst things I've seen in Doctor Ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's okay. really, really mishandled. Um, but yeah, it, it just looks like it needed a grading. It looks like it hasn't been graded. Yeah. It looks really like flat. Grade five or something. Nice and short. Oh, yeah. Um and then Rondel saves the Doctor, Perry, and John Dare <laughs> and Rondel. Aretta. And then they enter the purple zone where they see that big fly uh, that. illusion. Shit me up that one. It's good that one, yeah. Um two big green balls suddenly appear on the wall and Colin just can't resist. <laughs> um Colin! Colin Hey! Get it, Perry. The balls. balls. Very awkward seeing that as well. It's Is because it... Perry screams, doesn't she? Yeah. But yeah, yeah it. Mm. I had to ask you if, like, is that supposed to be funny? Yes. They all walk off, don't they? Sort of. <laughs> it was just Colin's balls. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. We've spoken to him. It's all sorted. It's all sorted. It's fine. It's uh, fine. On tw- no. It's just a bit of fun. Just a bit of fun. I love Colin. I really like Colin. Colin like gets Colin. a lot of bad rap. And every time I watch a, a Colin story, I think, do you know what? Yeah. I think these are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I love Perry. 
and I probably say it too much. So, um, the TARDIS has been taken to Sill, where they're trying to break in, mm. and then we get uh, a bit more banter, uh, and one of the slowest chase scenes I've ever seen ends up with Perry getting smacked. You know where they get that stupid little buggy? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, well... It's so slow, though. There's no need Everyone's for in it. first gear. Put it in second. It's slow to start off, but it picks up some speed, and you see them drift around corners. Oh yeah, I want, I want proper. Yeah, Perry, get in! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, what did he do? <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, then Perry gets smacked. Yeah, I don't like that. No, I don't like that. I don't like that. What's that for? It's Smack Colin, not and, Perry. And he does hit her, doesn't he? Uh, I, I couldn't. It... I've, I have googled it. Yeah, I couldn't find anything it looks that says. Like it. Yeah, we know how physical acting is in the old Doctor Who. Well, yeah, you know, there's the trick, isn't there? Of if you line it up right, it looks like you slap. Yeah, but but she she, she winces before it gets hit, before she gets hit, doesn't yeah. she? Wait, it, that's not nice, is it? No, no, I don't. Is like it? That. Does he hit her with a glove or with his I hand? Think so it doesn't matter. But I don't think it was even scripted. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Look> off. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of that. No, I don't. I, don't I, like I mean. Any of that. It's not, it's I'm that, a fan of it's, it in it's the not way. Not warranted at all. What no. the fuck does she do? I, I mean, it's it's good for a bit of shit. Yeah, I like, like it shock, for that. but it's got no place in it. No. It's like my my issue with uh, Revelation of the Daleks mm. with the girl knife to her throat yeah. thing. I don't like that either. No. Um, and then the Doctor is then sweltering in the mirage yeah. uh, of a June, and then I thought it looked good. That I thought it looked pretty I like good. That. Yeah, mm. and then uh, is he dead? That's episode one. Um, did you enjoy episode one? Yeah, yeah, I did. It's all right. Yeah. Um, rattle along, doesn't it? As you say, it's uh, the thing with the Colin stories is quite because quite a lot of them are those two part bigger chunks, like the forty minutes, aren't they, or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, I do like them. The bigger ones. Yeah. Because they sort of... Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like they, they have better pacing. Yeah, they, they do play out quite nice. Yeah. There are versions of these stories that are split into what they would be. What they would be. <laughs> you know, the four parts or whatever. Yeah. But I think I prefer them like this. I think I do. I, I think if the story's good, it works. I think if it's a bit of a slog. Now... What this episode screamed to me was that I just need a bigger budget. Well, we only see like two corridors, yeah, don't exactly. we? And I think they're very well detailed, though. I really, really I think they're all right. I mean, you know, the wall of the couple that are voting. Yeah, the back wall is quite obviously that sort of paint roller that's yeah. sort of gone halfway, and then <laughs> they do another one, and then it's that looks a bit tacky. But the camera is very cool in the first episode the the one on the wall or the one that's no the actual one they filmed with oh right okay okay oh yeah multiple yeah um i don't know i don't know whether this was single camera at this point i don't know i think so it was it was moving around though you got some uh picked up some speed well it moved with some of the characters down the corridor and stuff like that i really like some of that 
dynamic. Mm. Makes it feel a lot more alive. And Which, for that, we would just like to say, well done, Ron Jones. Well done, Ron. Well done, Ron. Hey! Who's Ron? Uh, director. Right, okay. Well, no, really, the cameraman. I tell you what, you talk, I'll find the cameraman, and then we'll give him a well done. Okay. Um, 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 so, yesterday, I... Um, you were okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm on the spot. Yesterday... I went to the chiropractor. You did, and um, it was good. <coughs> <laughs> uh, but she snapped my neck. Oh and my god! Me. I feel like a, a new young man. I feel like he's just good dancing. Uh, but it was good. It's good. Uh, she didn't do a full body though. I really wish, like at one point, she was pulling my head, and I really wish she'd proper rag it you know, to get all the, that tension out. But she didn't. Uh, I was quite miffed at that. But she did crack my neck. She cracked my back. And she put me on my side and leant on me. And for that, we'd just like to say a big thank you to Alec Wheel. That's not the chiropractor's name. It doesn't matter. Some lovely composition there, Alec. Oh, um, thank you, Alec. Some lovely movement. Well done, you. Let's see what other stories he did. This is, this is just off the cuff, you know. He is a senior cameraman uh, oh shit yeah he's done loads oh, okay, okay. <laughs> thanks uh, Alec loads of Doctor Who <laughs> like practically everything ah okay <laughs> okay oh. anyway hey the doctor is dead the sexy young doctor is dead dead here we go episode two uh, the doctor is dead yeah is he and Syl really wants to know Perry's name. Tell me your name! <laughs> Stop <laughs> shouting, please! Oh, I just want to give him a... <laughs> oh, fuck. <sighs> and then we get a bit of a controversial scene among fandom, and probably Mary Whitehouse. The Doctor then chucks the guards into the acid bath. Right, come on. Controversial, sure. Last week, we saw Troughton murder another two people by blowing them up and all the robots so don't give me this shit that the doctor doesn't kill people because he does and he enjoys it and this is why I I, suppose... it's one of the reasons why I, I'm not a massive fan of the actual character of the doctor I think he, she, they are all dickheads at their core but they try they try and be a better person well there we go and that comes with you know having great power I do, I do like the acid path bit though yeah, I, like it. I think it's, it's well pretty good. Cool. Yeah. I like how the guy came out and thought, "Yeah, you know, that was fuck off. You're coming with me. Yeah. If I'm going to die, if I'm going down, sure you, yeah. you f- horrible little man." Yeah, fuck and I like you. when he came out of the acid. He was maimed, wasn't he? Uh, um, he had lost some skin. Yeah, I think it was pretty, done pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Uh, uh, Colin just shrugs it off though. Yeah, he d- Colin. Oh, he does a joke, doesn't he? He does one of his Bond lines. Does I think. he? What did he say? I can't remember. Right, but um. Yeah, he he just saw two people get you know, bubbled alive. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Walks it's okay. away. It's okay. Oh, you are right, Perry. Like Hi, nothing Perry. happened. Can I cut? Co- <laughs> hey, can I have a Colin? Mm. Colin, you Colin. Need- hey, <laughs> put it down. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, so then, after the acid bath thing, the doctor then does a Shara's Jack cosplay. 
puts on the mask, <laughs> yeah. too, that bloke. His brother, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, Shera's Jeff. Mm. Um, <laughs> Perry is then threatened to become a beast or a bird. Yeah. She is a bird. Um, yes. What? We'll, we'll get to that bit. I'll keep going. Uh, and then in the peach uh, coloured execution room mm. uh, the blokes are all going to be hanged and the women are going to be uh, mutated yep. but the nooses aren't real right because they're all it's all staged isn't it yeah it's, it's all, all fake for, all for show um, and then we get the uh, bit where Perry gets all feathery hairy <laughs> and the the other girl what's her name Ara- uh, she turns into a reptilian Aretta is it Aretta Aretta reptilian Aretta um yeah, she turns all scaly and beasty. Yeah. And you know who likes that? <laughs> um, oh, she looks fuckable now. That's, oh, that's what you said. Tell you what, she looks... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Colin! Colin! Leave it! wasn't him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Do you want to go and get a drink, Colin? Are you all right? No, I'm all right. <sighs> My mouth's really dry. <laughs> My mouth's really dry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not Colin. <laughs> it's, the, it's the man. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the whole... It, like Perry and that oh, girl. They just needed... Uh, filler. Shit. Yeah. It, it, it's a bit of a shock, but it, it, has, <laughs> it, has, um, it has nothing to do with it, does it? <laughs> Stinks. <laughs> Oh, it's horribly dark out there. Do you think this this room's haunted? No. It is. Okay. Now I know this house is haunted. <sighs> okay. Uh, you get a feeling. Mm. You've had, you've had an experience, haven't you? We've we've already talked about this on the podcast. <laughs> so when I look out there, I just think I'm seeing a black mass. A mass. Yeah. Nice. I can just hear it in the night. <laughs> What's your name? Yeah. Fuck off, hey. Colin. So smells gone now. Thank you. So, what do you think of the whole Perry getting hairy thing? Perry getting hairy. <laughs> it wasn't Perry. meant as a joke, but you know what I mean. Can you play something? No. Perry get. What's what do you mean joke? I didn't say it purposely like that, knowing that it rhymed or. Oh. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's just filler, isn't it? it. Well, the thing is, it doesn't really have that much of an impact because the doctor it's shoots fine. the, what's it called, trans transmogrifier control panel. Uh, what do you say? Like, uh, yeah, it's one of those buttons on the wall, or something. Yeah, what buttons there. Well, there's a hundred buttons there. Take it at your own risk. Uh, it might it'll, take it'll take you about now. <laughs> um, so he shoots it, and then Perry and Aretta go back to normal. He cops a feel again. Yeah. When he picks her up, like his hand. I mean, fair enough. She's she's large. Who? Perry. No, she's not. Uh, Oh, in the yes. So you know, it's inevitable if he puts his arms around her. Yeah. There's going to be some contact there. Yeah. Unwarranted. Yeah. But I think you know she. And I will say, I I don't know whether we've spoken about this. What? We probably have. We probably have with a Perry episode before. Yeah. They make a run everywhere. Yeah. The two doctors is really bad for that. Yeah. Where they just... Can you just run from over there to there? 
Why? <laughs> is it just to keep the dads watching whilst the kids oh, are? Oh God! It's it must be something like that because there's no need for it to run. Like no they run is. from like the end of a corridor yeah. to like where they turn. It's just weird. Uncomfortable years. These these uh, episodes. <laughs> Troubled times, aren't yeah. they? Troubled. <laughs> Wonder why they got fucking cancelled, dirty pit. And then. Um, uh, the doctor drives five foot on that little cart thing to rescue that girl. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Get on! Okay. Ooh. <laughs> One sec. And then they pick up the other bloke and then they go back the other way. Yeah. Just run. Yeah. A lot quicker. Um, How do you turn in that corridor? Well, I was thinking that because they're dead narrow, aren't they? Yeah. It's a bit Austin Powers, isn't yeah. it? That sort of... How do you turn that? Perhaps it's like a canal. You know, where you have yeah. a, a, a... What oh, do they call so it? You miss your exit. Right, we're going to have to go all the way around again. Fuck's sake! I'd spy my ass, though. I've been on a canal boat before, and I don't think we... I think the biggest struggle was turning in Chester. Right. Fucking hell. Would you live on a canal boat? Uh, no. Have you seen Rosie and Jim? Rosie! Jim! <laughs> um, it's... Uh, I'd, I'd have a canal, but they're horrendously expensive. No, I'd I'd ha- I'd have. Ah, but they're horrifically expensive. I reckon a cushy three hundred grand. Uh, do you know what? I'm sure we looked because when we went on it, because it's my mate's. Your mate. It's Matthew the band. You know, with oh, the yeah, band, yeah. the guitarist. I say it's it is. No way, he's got one. Yeah, can I have it? Sure. Uh, let's have a look how much a canal boat is now. Three hundred thousand. One. Fifty. Here we go. Wilton Marina is the biggest narrowboat broke. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I do that again? Yeah. Okay. Wilton Marina is the biggest narrowboat brokerage in the UK. We have a large selection and range of used narrowboats available to view or buy at our marina in. It doesn't say. I'm guessing it's in Wilton, wherever Wilton Just is. How much is it? Searching for narrowboats that meet your requirements can be done by price, I want a duck on length, the front. style, I want a duck or on a the combination front. of specifications. I want a duck on the front. Narrowboats lying at Wilton Marina are shown by a key number. If you're new to narrowboating and need some help with the inland waterway terminology, read our useful info section. Boats currently for sale. 24. Okay. Have you found the price yet? Uh, there's a lot sold. Okay. 2002 58-foot cruiser-style narrowboat at Key 42 called... The boat name is Ina. Oh. It's £52,000. Oh, okay. Five, £950. That's not that bad. That's not that bad. I mean, it's a, it's a nice car, that, isn't it? it uh, yeah. That's not as bad as I thought. You can live on it, can't you? Uh, I suppose you could. I don't know. I don't really know how you work that out. Like, if anyone could send in feedback, up. right? Can we get on with it? Do now? you live on a canal boat? <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Okay, they're quite small. Okay. The Calder Lady, 50 foot, 
No. 54 foot by 13 foot, built by the West Riding Boat Company, is moored at the Limehouse Waterside and Marina. She's currently for sale for £245,000. She? It's a vessel. I know this house is haunted. The Gentle Giant, coming in at 65 foot length, 12 foot 6 inches width. Gentle Giant? Was built by the Viking Canal Boats Limited and is moored at Sawley Waterside and Marina. She's currently for sale. Oh, God. For £189,000. You could be talking about a boat. You could be talking about some sex trafficking. Fuck knows. I find the you know the pronouns. Let's do one more. Oh, can we not? Margie Bargy <laughs> <laughs> is a sixty foot by twelve foot three inch barge Ooh. built by Tyler Wilson, and is an owner fit out. Sounds like a fat fuck. She, she's or oh, no, she's not. She's moored at Sawley Waterside and Marina. She's currently for sale for £147,000. She's a s- expensive... I tell a lie. £147,950. Oh, she'll give you a night to remember, though. She's a lovely vessel. Lovely hull. <laughs> um, Hell of a planks. She's a goer. Right. Can we please get back to it now? Yes. So the, the governor is then overthrown by the chief... And the governor tries to convince the guard to let Perry escape. You know the guard whose head is very small? Blondel? No. Oh, the blonde one. Yeah, the blonde yeah. one. Um, uh, the governor is then saved from death by the guard because he shoots the death yeah. ray green uh. lights. Um, so he's saved from death by the guard. And luckily, luckily, there's a vent shaft that leads them to where they need to be. That's big enough for them to get through. There always is. Handy that, isn't it? Like in... Um, the one with all the robots with Tom Baker. Uh, robots of Death. Yeah. yeah. Massive vents in that one as well. The Chief and the Guards... Do you agree? I do, I do agree. Uh, the Chief and the Guards are then killed by Colin's tendril plan. You know, the poisonous tendrils. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um... And then we find out that Syl's been fibbing about the negotiations and everybody is now free. But what do they do? End of the story. Onwards to another exciting adventure in time and space. Tune in next week for The Mark of the Rani. I wouldn't bother. So, (laughs) what did you think? Overall, then, a vengeance on Varos. Well, I'm going to close this door because I really feel like there's eyes watching me. Okay. What did you think of vengeance on Varos? What do you think? Uh, I enjoyed it. I think it's good. Why? I think Colin's really strong. I think this is probably his, one of his best stories. You reckon? Yeah. I preferred him than two doctors. Well, the thing is, really... He only gets... The next serial is the Trial of the Time Lord storyline. Yeah. And that's the whole series, the whole season made up of and just that story. Is Colin gone then? No, no, he's there. Right. But it's... Uh, they're not sort of individual stories at all. Well, they're, they're at, there's three individual stories, but they're all made up to fit into this, like, the Doctor's on Trial thing. 
So I don't know whether when we cover that we'll do it as Trial of a Time World or like Mind Warp and, you know, do it like that. Right. Um, Season 22 is a weird one. I really like Attack of the Cybermen. I I, I do, I I like the season. I think it's all right. Colin gets quite a bit, uh, quite a lot of bad rap, but Mm. I think he's great in Big Finish and he's lovely. Mm. I know we did a stupid story at the beginning of the, when we started the podcast, but... (laughs) You know, funny though. Yeah, he's he's really really lovely. Yeah, my mum sat with him on a train to Scotland. Really? Yeah, and it took her all the way to realise who he was. Ah, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, in his Crocs. If if she was Perry, she'd know straight away. Oh, I <laughs> just come see you, Colin. Colin. Um, but no, yeah, he's really he's lovely. Yeah, no, he's so nice. I remember one of the first Wales Comic Cons. There was like hardly any people there. Why? Like it just wasn't big. It was just in Glyndor University then. Oh, it, well, it still is. Well, they're doing the Telford takeover now, aren't they? But, What's that? Well, it's in Telford, just not in Wales. Takeover. Yeah, it's just because the uni isn't big enough, and they they might slightly be breaking uh, health and safety. No. Yeah, so they've had to move it to a bigger place. Um, insider. So when it first started, yeah, Wales Comic Con. There weren't many guests. It was mostly like Red Dwarf, mm. Doctor Who, and that was about it. Right. Maybe a couple of like Harry Pottery people, Ugh. wrestlers. And um, Colin was there, and nobody went no. to see him. He was what there the all day. And I went and sat with him. No. Yeah. I sat with him, and I think he said that he'd had like 10 autographs all day. And the worst bit about it is next to him. It was uh, Robert Llewellyn. Right. Crichton from Red Dwarf. Right. With a massive queue. Oh. Yeah. And they didn't have any handlers. You know, in Comic-Con, they, know, they yeah. have the guest and they have the handler. He didn't have a handler with him. Why? Well, there wasn't many of them there. I, I think they assumed it wasn't going to be a big event. Like, it was just a walk in. and. Did you they... become his handler? No, no. I just sat with him because he was, he was just sat there. Oh. And I was stood just looking at the queue. And he yeah. said, are you all right? And I, I went to sat, sit with him. Well, he said you're right. First. Yeah, yeah. He sat. So he, he sat his, down. Yeah, he had his braces on and his Crocs. Mm, Crocs. Yeah, he loves his Crocs. Right. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, he is probably the nicest celebrity that I've ever met. Brilliant. He honestly, he's such. How so nice. Did you talk to him for? Probably a good hour. Oh, okay. So it wasn't the whole day. No, no, not the whole. What did you talk about? I said, Colin, I've got things to do. Yeah. He asked about music and things like that. And, you know, yeah. what do you do? What, what do you even do? What? Why are you here? But, you know. And I think he, he'd, he'd come on the train. I think, I'm sure I had to pick him up once for no. one of the Wales Comic Cons. I know I picked up um, Craig Charles. Who's that? Uh, Lister from Red Dwarf. And he was pissed as a fan. Craig Yeah, the radio presenter thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I saw him in Media City. He's um, honest to God, he was yeah. He looked like it when I saw him, but he's a lovely guy though. Oh yeah, he's yeah, 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 But yeah, he was that was a handful. But no, honestly, Colin was absolutely lovely. Right, like he signed my guitar and everything. What? Which one? The the twelve string that's behind you. That one. Yeah, I think he's on the back. On the back. Yeah. Um, can you not? Do it on the front. Can you do it on the back? There's loads of space on the... Can you do it on the back? Please though? do it on the back. Thank you, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. 
But no, yeah, he was lovely. Mm. So nice. I mean, Mam said that as well because she went, she got the train from. Well, she's a very judgy person. She's controversial, isn't she? And she hates. <laughs> What's his name? Sylvester McCoy. Yeah, hate yeah. him. <laughs> can't bloody stand him. Oh. Um, but no, yeah, she sat with. I think it was one of the seats. You know where you have the table. Like for the long long distance sort yeah. of thing. Virgin trains, probably. Colin looks like the type of guy who brings his own sandwiches. I reckon he did, you know. Yeah. What do you reckon he had? Uh, jam and peanut butter. I reckon he's salmon. Oh. Salmon butties. No, prawn cocktail chips. No, chips? You're not American. Not chips? Fucking hell. Crisps. You're not American. I've never made that mistake. I'm you sorry. say that. You say elevator. No, I don't. I say lift. You. I think if you listen back to the podcast at some point, you say elevator. And what else? Well, you've said something else as well. Basement. You said that all our fans are dickheads, so... You said that JR doesn't have any list. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you said you support Noel Clark's regime. You said that um, all of our listeners should stop sending in feedback because you're a dick. You said that they should stop because you're sick of reading the Bible every week. My mum said that you stink a piss. My mum <laughs> says that you deserve to die in hell. So, vengeance on Varos. Um, overall, I really like the season. Mm. I don't, no, I don't. I think I, I like the season. Um, it's pretty strong. And I think it's probably Colin's strongest story. You've said. One of. Yeah. Um, what do you think? What do you think? So, <laughs> I think season 22... <laughs> Uh, I I enjoyed it. Mm. Incredibly wordy, incredibly wordy. There are um, and it, uh, for no reason because there's not too much going on here. I'm glad that we both picked up on that. Yeah, and that's that's the nice thing about watching it together. Oh. There's not a lot of nice things about watching it together because no. you're in the room, aren't you? Yeah. But um, just seeing you know when something happens and we have the same reaction, and you know I've actually watched it this time as well, not making it up. Yeah. Um, it's Turn amazing. I think. <laughs> I think five podcasts now. I've not watched the episodes. You've not known. Nobody knows. Just get up to Taz's wiki when you come to record. Yeah, so read it as so we go. Part one, part one, Varos, the planet is constellations. So, yeah. I, I don't really know what else to say because I, I my favourite thing about this was the aesthetic of it because it gave me those vibes of... I think this is my favourite... With Colin, Colin's era, I think it's my favourite for how aesthetically pleasing it is to mm. me. I really like how grim and dismal it is. Yeah. Um, I don't really know why that is. Um, but that's my favourite thing. I love how rustic this episode is. There's some nice model work as yeah. well at the beginning. You know where we see the dome? Yeah. That's that's really nicely it's, done. It's a proper shithole, this. I like it. Yeah. Proper shithole. I thought the costumes are terrible. Everyone's wearing something Ooh. different. We got stormtroopers or whoever the whoever the Sith soldiers are. Do you know they like they got bowls on their heads? Yeah, 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 yeah. They got them. I don't know. I just wasn't really a big fan. The Verosian are they the Ver- or are they with? Sith? I don't know. But um, yeah, I I agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, should we give it a color? I feel like I want to say more about it. Smell gas. <laughs> I want to say more about it, but oh, go on. What, I what, no, what? I don't really know what to say. What, you, what were there any bits that stuck out for you? Oh, the music! Oh, we forgot to do that before we do a colour. What did you think of the music? It's Jonathan Gibbs, I think. Uh, oh God! Yeah, it is, yeah. I think 
they needed to adjust the audio levels a bit because some of it was, was dead loud. Yeah, it hurt. It was a nice score though. And at the beginning, there was like a ring. Uh, like a, oh, like just turn the TV that, on. Yeah, I think that is on the audio yeah. rather than the music, yeah. like the dialogue recording. It's all the same though, isn't it? Um, same thing. Nobody gives a shit. Um, I I I like the music. Hmm. I'm, I can't think what what else did Jonathan Gibbs do. What are you doing? Sobby, what do you like with Sobby? Uh, <laughs> it's so spicy. It's a little thing. Uh, so yeah, so we did the King's Demons with Peter Howell, Warriors of the Deep. Oh, Ooh. Vengeance on Varus and the Mark of the Rani. So there's a a, a big no no there from uh, no. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think he does a pretty good job with this one. Yeah, sounds a bit like a CS80. I'm sure there's a CS80. In I, there. was, I was going to say the same you thing. You were going to, weren't you? And there's a lot of um, the writ sort of. Like a creaky door. Someone cleaning in the back. Isn't there? <laughs> Can you stop doing that? Wait, wait. Recording. Um, God, I'm sick of... Colin, no! Colin, leave it. Put it down. <laughs> Fucking hell, what a mess. <laughs> stop spraying that now. <laughs> Don't touch him because he needs <laughs> a shit. Well, it sounds like an absolute mess to be on set. Awful. And then just you look look back. You just saw Right, Nabil, do you need a shit now? Woo! Woo! You just saw one of the actors slap Perry. Yeah. Oh fuck! For fuck's sake. Oh god, we're gonna get a lawsuit. Right, I'm out, I'm out. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> and that was Ron Jones's last story. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, should we should we give it a, a colour? Blue. Nice. <laughs> That's different. Where does that come on the chart though? Uh I don't know. it's it's an amber. I I think it's definitely it's it's very very middle of the road. Not much is wrong with it. Not much is like amazing about it. This is a good idea of a story. And I see. I was thinking amber, but um, the more I think about it, the more go I'd, I'd go green. Oh. I enjoyed it. I need a piss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. I, yeah, I really enjoyed. I'm gonna go green. You know, you know when someone needs a piss because their voice changes. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go blue. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to pause here for a brief, brief moment whilst Loof, 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 pisses himself. Do you want me to take the, the microphone in there so we can keep going? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to put the light on it, sorry, just in case the ghost gets you? Why do you have to say that now? And he's gone. We'll be back after this. Do an advert. All right, I'll do an advert whilst you're gone. I th- oh, see, I need a piss now. Did you go for a wee then? No, it's it's all right. Right, well, you okay? You do your advert. The thing is, with my medication, I don't know if it's going to be solid. Don't know if I'm coming or going. I don't know if it's going to be solid, sheer water, like I could start my own bottle of water brand, or if it's going to be a bit of both, and they're the scary ones. Nice. Well, I tell you what. Whilst um, um, you go on there, you, you give an advert. No, I, I can't need a piss. Oh, I don't even know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it on. Don't need to tell me how to do it. Nice. Oh, we're still recording. Huh. Um.
Harold's gone to make some drinks. Um, now, I think the best inventions are made when you're on the shitter. And I've just thought of one. Um, so, you know those... They're like little uh, steps that you put under your toilet and you're supposed to put your legs on them. And... Like, it, it, they're supposed to be, like, natural. Like, it's the natural way to shit. Because we used to squat and put it in a hole in the ground. But I was never a big fan of them. Because it's just more stuff to clean, you know, if you get piss on it or something. So, I've got a new idea. How about there's a rope from the ceiling. And it goes down. And, it, uh, and it's attached to a handle. And what you can do... It's almost like uh, people in physiotherapy when they got the handle and need to like strengthen their arms. But this is just in everyone's toilets. And if you find that you can't get it out, what you do is you hold on to it, try and pull yourself up, and it'll just flop out. You don't, you won't even feel it. It'll just all come out. And that's my idea. So yeah, I reckon it's a good idea. Oh. Oh. Zombie, why do you like wasabi? It's so spicy. Um, I just told the audience about my new invention. Oh right, okay. So you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to listen to it when the podcast releases to know what. It oh, was. I'll, have, I'll have a listen. Uh. Can I? Are we? We're recording now. You're recording the whole time. Right, back to it. So. <clears throat> so, just before, are you feeling better now? No, it was one of those shits because this is where my invention comes into it. It was like it wasn't a false alarm, but I feel like there's more in there, and it's just being stubborn. Hmm. Oh yeah, you 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 haven't flushed it. Well, no. you have, but it's I hope. Those where I just want to shove my finger up my ass and yank the chain, <laughs> and it'll all come flooding out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right, come on then. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'll do it myself. <laughs> shove your hand up there and rip it out. <laughs> but um, I'd like to point out something. Matt Cockrum. Now you all know who Mark Cockrum is. <laughs> is that beer gone a bit funny? I just don't like fruit. All right. So Mark Cockrum uh, thinks that our podcast is just off the cuff, and I'd like to reassure what everybody that even the comedy moments, like he thinks all of this stuff is just, other than the review, he thinks everything's like just off the cuff, like we don't know what we're doing. No. I'd like to assure everybody that the comedy is absolutely under a microscope for yeah, timing. All scripted. Everything is scripted. Even when we mess up reading things out. It's all scripted. It's scary, isn't it? Yeah. You'd never know. I read a similar thing with um Steve Coogan talking about uh, Alan Partridge Mid Morning Matters. Mm. And apparently that was recorded. You know, they'd just keep redoing it until it was like perfectly right. Really, like scripted to a T. Like none of that is improvised. It's all like properly scripted out, and we're much the same. 
Is it even that? So you did that a bit later than the one that you did earlier. Yeah, I know. So I see tried. even that. Mm, see. Even it? Right, yeah. There you are then. I really don't like this. I'll <laughs> drink it though. Do you know what's scary? What? The whole time that we were recording, yeah. a door was open downstairs. What door? The front door. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Why was just, it? Why? I just had to shut it and lock it. Why? It was slightly ajar where we hadn't shut it properly. I'm, you. Well, probably, yeah. You were out there last. Well, they are then. I wondered who that was banging downstairs. It's taking the telly. <laughs> they can take it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should we move on? Is it my episode now? It is, yeah. Well, I mean, we can do Vengeance on Varus again if you'd like, but... I don't think people would really, really appreciate I that. I updated this. I can't remember if I did. I think I did. Yeah. If it's not right, go search for yourself. Um, so, just before we do oh. that, I've just received a, a audio message and an image from your father. So... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to explain what the image is? Or? It is of a a lady. <laughs> <laughs> Some of my friends have told me that there. All oh, right, I can't read that. Um, so <laughs> there is an audio message. Are you willing to let me play this and see what happens? Yeah. It's so funny how we don't talk anymore. Mm-hmm. It's so funny how we don't talk anymore. Where is he? Where is he? I don't know where he is. It sounds like he's in a field. Oh my god. Uh, I'm guessing that's all because you didn't go on GTA with him tonight. Uh, Probably, yeah. Sorry, Paul. Um, Papa Paul. Papa Paul. He's a good one. He's a good one. Thin ice. So thin story. Ice. <laughs> it's a part of series the horrible series 10 in your opinion no yeah yeah date my voice is like this now that's i'm gonna try and keep it for the rest of the podcast you ever have that when your voice changes you got something some days throat. i've got quite a bit of depth i, I don't want to swallow because it'll get rid of it <laughs> the air date was the 29th of April 2017 the writer, you, you're putting that you can I'm change not, your accent like John Barrowman can't honestly you? this is I'm not even doing anything alright Barrowman uh, <laughs> this is weird Should I, I'm going to try and not it's horrible I'm going to try and not swallow it's like you know when they get like when there's Ken Bruce I've got so on radio much slobber in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate gone. it you know when on, on the radio yeah. it's, radio 2 are really bad for it yeah I think Radio 4 are quite bad for it as well, where the presenter sounds uh, great like this. And uh, So tell me about your latest book. And then the, the other person is sort of is just on a little SM57 or a 58. And like, well, my book uh, came out uh, about two years ago, and since then it's sold about 100,000 copies. That's pretty good. I mean, uh, they have a lot of depth yeah. and like, compress their voice. But everybody else is like, nah, we've only got one compressor and limiter. We haven't, we haven't got enough to fuck about with you lot. Hmm. That's what it sounds like. I like it. It's gone now. So we're going to talk about the nice. Air date was the 29th of <laughs> April 2017. The writer was Sarah. The director was Bill. And the producer was Nicky. And the music was by our Lord and Saviour. Mr. Murray. 
Um, oh, deep straight. Synopsi. Do you want one? Oh, yes, please. Oh, yes. <laughs> Derek Kyler just came out there no, for a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Aye. Trying to get back to the university before Nardoyle notices he Nardole. broke his oath, the doctor accidentally lands himself and Bill in the past at the final Frost Fair in 1814. He decides to enjoy the unexpected trip. However, something sinister is lurking below the frozen Thames. The Thames. Yeah, Thames. The River Thames in London, Englandshire. I love that. You know when, like, if an, there's an American broadcast and they have to say, like, Berkshire. Yeah. Or, Berkshire. Know. The sleepy village... <laughs> the sleepy county of Berkshire sleepy did not know town. crime. Act 1. The TARDIS lands on the frozen Thames. Then these lights come about under the ice and a kid gets pulled under the water. Dragged under the water. That's nice. Um, why is there an elephant there? Because it's just the, the the times, isn't it? There's a fair. Right. If, now this is if, I find myself at a fair on a frozen river. You don't want an elephant there, do I you? I don't want an elephant there. Could you put that over there, please? <laughs> over the way. Put it on the ground. <laughs> Christ. Yeah. Um, now I like... I, re- I really, really like the first half of this episode. Yeah. There's some nice bits in it. Yeah. I think it looks great. It's a given now, isn't it? Yeah. With these series. Um, I really like how we just see a load of bustling. Mm. And it's one of the rare occasions where we see the Doctor and the, the companion just get stuck in with the people in the story. Yeah. And the the atmosphere and the culture, you know, they they have some crap on a stick and Capaldi looks great in that costume as well. Yeah, in like the period stuff. Oh yeah, and and Pearl Mackey, she look. I think she looks great Who's in it that? as well. The fucking companion. Oh, Bill. Yeah, yeah. They look great. Yeah, costumes are amazing in this. I will say that. Um. Yeah, I don't. What well, can Capaldi just wear that all the time? Yes, he doesn't have a neck. But I still think he looks great. I'd rather him in that than his little hoodie. Yes. I I agree. So what's this deal about the, the vault? Do you want me to tell you what the vault no. is? Well I can't tell you then, can I? Alright. That's the end of the story. Yeah. So let's let's go through the story as it happened. They're at the frost fair. Hmm. Having a little nose round. Yeah. And the the, the they go to a pie shop, and they have a pie, and yeah. then they go to this little girl, and she's lost her doggy, and he's like, Ooh, hang on, that that's a dog for a big collar, you said it was a little doggy. That's a collar for a big dog, not a dog for a big collar. And then, he gets his sonic wand stolen by another little kid, and then mm. Capaldi chases a child through the streets of London. Yeah, <laughs> well... Through the Thames, yeah, yeah, and then all we know, like, just imagine you were there and you were watching this old man run after a kid. One is returned, the kid's disappeared, yeah. So, alarm bells, 
ringing. But the kid actually got dragged under the ice, didn't he? He did. Um, In quite a nice effect. Yeah. However, he did actually die. Yes. He never did come back. So I don't think anybody does, do they? No. Sucked under the ice. His hat did. Yeah. Little red hat. Somehow. He probably doesn't digest hats and shoes. Yeah. Now, I really like the dialogue in this episode. Yeah. It's very natural. It's it's nice. It is really nice. Yeah. However, um, we're stepping into Act 2 now. Um, you know when the Doctor goes back... No, he goes to the kids' house, doesn't he? The urchins. Yeah, where, they, where are they hiding out? It's just somebody's uh, it's house, somebody's, is it? Yeah, I don't know where it is. But they're talking like it's they're going to break out into song in any minute. Yeah. It's it's hard to make it not all of a twist when it's yeah. like this, isn't it? But oh shit, I spilled my tea all over everything. Um, yeah, the dialogue's really nice. It's Sarah Dollard that wrote the story, isn't it? And she Sarah, wrote yeah. um, "Face the Raven" as well. Face the Raven. Oh, that's the that. Weeping Angels one. Is it? I have no idea. What is that one? Face the Raven's a Clara one, I'm sure. Oh yeah, it's the um third episode with me in it oh yeah me and me yeah yeah it's alright it's when Clara dies spoiler well does she die the girl who died the girl who waited the girl that lived bloody hell I hope we get a spin off just kill her oh which one Clara or me uh, it's Cla- don't cloak oh yeah well oh. both they're both as bad as each other yeah. now anyway Clara's not in this so I don't know why we're bothering well the end of the first act ends really with uh, that drunken man getting sucked underwater, doesn't it? Because he's the first yes. to go. Um, I really like how it's like the mist during the ice. Yeah, like the film Mist. Well, we we picked up on something, didn't we? That when they're on the ice, they haven't got any uh, cold breath or warm breath. No, which is a bit weird. We noticed. Well, we noticed it when they were tied up by the yeah. barrels, didn't we? Yeah. But Nothing. I don't think that's a big issue. I, no. take, I can't remember if it it's only there where Bill it doesn't be happen. freezing. She's not wearing anything apart from you know on her arms or anything. Yeah, like she's not wearing a coat. No, gosh, it'd be cold. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, after the man, we we get into Act Two really, where they go to the kids' house. That's the change in scene, then, isn't it? Yeah. Go to the kids' house, and it's yeah, it plays like all of a twist. Um, and I really like how. Capaldi steals the pies. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. And he, he does that little story, doesn't he, to the yeah. kids as well. That's quite nice. Now, Capaldi's great with kids. I know we've said in we've said in, in the podcast that a lot of Capaldi's stories do have children in them. Yeah. Quite a lot, don't they? As, like, he know, is good with kids. Yeah, he's got this... He's like a cool teacher, isn't he? I think that's yeah. what it is. Like, he's an older teacher that's a bit cool. So after the kid dies... The Doctor and Bill have a one-to-one where the Bill's like, why didn't you save him? Yeah. Now, I think this is one of the examples, and in your series, why I just don't like the Doctor as a person. He's a cock. He is, though, isn't he? We've seen him let a little boy die. We've seen him push two guys in the acid. We've seen him blow up a spaceship with two people in it. He's a murderer. He's horrible. I don't like him. And... No, that's it. Do you like the Doctor as a person? 
Yeah. Why? I just like the character. They say that people, um, the companion is there to sort of be relatable. Yeah. But I always found myself more related with the Doctor right. than the companion. Just because he's... Yeah, I do too. Because I was never into superheroes, really. No. So I never really liked, well, superheroes. Hmm. So the Doctor was like the, was like my Batman, I suppose. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I've always related with him. Not that I throw bombs into people's cars and stuff like that, you know. Push people into acid. Yeah, yeah, you know. Let but, um, kids die. Yeah, I, I, I always, always like the Doctor. Not so much with the new series, with New Who. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely with old Who. So when they're at the urchins' little home thing, hmm. you give them all the pies, and you know, music starts almost. It's going to turn to musical, and then the kid says, "Well." You know, I, 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 we don't want to steal stuff, but we're just, we were told to hand out these flyers by this man with a shit tattoo. Yeah. And then that leads them to finding Lord Sucky Sucky. Yes. Now, I think this is uh, like a prelude to the episode of Rosa. Where they try and tackle head on the racial issues that happened back then, because I was getting a bit annoyed that they kept going back to Victorian London or like all these times, and not only did they not wear, need to wear costumes, but everyone was just fine with. Yeah, it's yeah. It's it was just, just weird. Nobody, nobody bats an eyelid. No, so I'm I quite like that. You know, I, I'd rather it be real. You know. Yeah. I, like I this like is it what when history they get, was when like. They get dressed up. Yeah, I, I, know, I like that, especially like with like Talons of Wen Chiang. Where they go back to like that Victoriana thing and yeah. like the doctor's dressed like Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Leela's dressed like this. Yeah. Know. I think I, th- I, I always like it. You mm. know, the TARDIS has got a wardrobe. I don't see why we always have to be in those costumes. We know who the characters are. You won't wear that t shirt. But you know, after you know, after a while, mm. why not change the characters up a little bit and Keep dress them? Yeah. And different things, yeah. Because they went yeah. through a stage of just saying no. No, we're not dressing them up every episode. Well, the the story that I'm picking next hmm. is an example of this. Oh, see, see, not doing it, or doing it, doing it right. of changing the companions oh. and the doctor's costume. Yeah, completely. Really? See if anybody can. Uh, you got to the end of the podcast to work out what the story is. I think I know which one it is. Do you? I reckon it stars Tom Baker and his wife. Well, there's a doctor, and there's three companions. Troughton, Janie. Is it? <laughs> no. Okay. Because that's two companions. <laughs> yeah, and the other one, Zoe. What? All in one story? Yeah. He has three companions, Troughton. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. No, Maybe. two. Yeah. Oh shit! At any one time, I was yeah, counting yeah. the doctor. Oh in with right, the mix. of course you were, of course you were. Fucking hell! So, yeah, this scene with Lord Sucky Sucky, he's a cock, isn't he? Yes, I like his actor though. Who who is he? What's he been in? He's been in Benidorm. Oh, is he? Oh yes, yours, he has. Yours has been in Benidorm yeah, as well. That's weird. About the woman. Do you yeah. like Benidorm? Uh, yeah. I don't find it funny at all. Not really. I mean. Yeah, it's bit. got thingamajiggy in it. Went on it? way too long. Stick with like two seasons. What's his name? Uh, League of Gentlemen. Inside number yeah, nine. Yeah, you mean I don't know. the main guy, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know I, who he is. I usually like him and stuff. I prefer Rhys Smith, but it's 
And his wife in Vendorm is in Downton Abbey as well. She's a cow in Downton Abbey. Oh, she's in Doctor Who as well. She's in The Witch Finders. She is. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that weird? Isn't this all coming together? Wow, we. Wow, 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 wow. But yeah, I like how they handle that scene as well, where he's like, he qu- this is quoted by Lord Sucky Sucky, says Bill's a creature. Yeah. Fucking hell. Well, the, the racist bit, there's a... I th- I really like it where the doctor gives him a good wallop. Yeah, like, fuck off. You know, I suppose... Although it goes... I know it's it's racism, and I'm all for him punching him. However... I thought you were going to say you're all for racism. No. I know it's racism, it. and you know my feelings on it. <laughs> but... but <laughs> we're always a bit melodramatic about this sort of family values and mm. things. I suppose it comes under that umbrella, doesn't it, really, of... of um, What's the word? I sort of I don't like it for the reason where why you're thinking sorry. One, it just didn't really make sense for the doctor to do that. Although I fully support him doing it, and I would want him to do it, which is mm. strange because I still don't want him to do it. And I just think, feel like it detracts from what people went through back then. Where if you look at Jodie's episode Rosa, it's a proper like this is just how it is. Well, I the think whole you're talking world out your ass. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think it detracts at all. I think it's, it's. Can I finish my point? You can. But I've all, I've forgotten mine. So for Rosa, um, it was just the way of the world. This is the way it is, and it's shit, and we have to try and fight it. But just punching one man won't fix anything. But in this episode, it does. Like violence fix racism. I just didn't like the message it sent out. Rosa, the episode Rosa handled it much better. I know it's a throwaway like little scene. Yeah, but, but it's just a cheap cop out. But Rosa is a real thing. Yeah, I know. I know. But he still handled because the, there wasn't cause a man. Ryan, cause, I know, but right, it's the whole town because Ryan is in a similar position to Bill. You know, he's black in mostly white community, and like he, he's obviously hates it, and he, he like you can see him in Rosa, he's really uncomfortable about it as he should be. It's horrible, but yeah. it just handled it so much better, so much better, more like you know reality. But in this, you can't just punch him and then all's fine with the world what what message is that sending out I just really didn't like that really didn't like that scene I, I completely disagree why <laughs> I think it is the right thing for him to do right because what what would be the other choice is that the the racist man just says it and we just ignore I know, it and he or can't, just do a look or just cut it out yeah, but if it's there, you've got to deal with it, haven't you? No one else has any issues with it apart from Lord Sucky Sucky. Yeah, but it's it's just it's hit, it's the thing that he said, isn't it? I think regardless yeah. of the character, yeah. even if it was just a passerby that said it, yeah. If Capaldi and Bill just looked at each other, it's just a look. <laughs> like, like oh, <laughs> in that time. Yeah, I think it's perfectly fine. It's yeah, it's, it's a weird one because obviously I, I don't w- even think it's a weird one. I don't see what the issue is with it. I just because it's I just feel like it goes two ways. And like, I know I really wanted him to do it, and he did do it, and hell yeah for that. We we're a bit melodramatic with stuff like this, yeah, with, like the family values and all of that sort of the, uh, politically things that pop up in Doctor Who that yeah. we say haven't got any place. So like on one side, this is like kryptonite to me because it's like well it's got no place. Yeah, but because it's happened, I think they dealt with it in a great way. Right, and I like that Capaldi just floors him. It is it's like, right, well, it is fuck great. off then. Why are you, yeah, why yeah, are you oh, doing Fuck that? you then. You know, yeah. it's the right thing to do. Because yeah, obviously, uh, you know, 
we're dead against racism, as I don't think anybody would disagree with that. No. And if you do, you're you're an asshole. But if it's going to be in the story, I think it's got to be dealt with like that. And Rosa deals with it in a different way because the story is set in... St- they can't change that I suppose. story, can they? Yeah. It's like if they did a story on, like, on the moon landings... And it's like actually yeah. the TARDIS dragged the dragged them there. Mm. It's like, well, you're just fucking about with the story, aren't you? Whereas you've got to have them there as observers in Rosa, where they don't really have any impact, yeah, but true. they're they aware don't. of what's happening. Yeah. yeah, okay, I get you. Whereas in this, because it's a throwaway thing, it can have an impact on it without yeah. it affecting history. D- the building even said, not that she should. Shouldn't even. Yeah, forget that. Forget it. Yeah. Shouldn't even think twice about that. Just get the fuck on the floor, you dirty man. Yeah. So then uh, they go back outside. I, it reveals that Lord Sucky Sucky, you know, the, the, there's a monster under the lake or something. This is not in order. Oh, fuck no. it. Let's just go with it. Um, yeah, so they know there's a monster under the lake and it's eating people and it shits out these bricks that he sells. And he says he's got no problem with these people dying because people died in the mines. Yep. Um, he's a real cunt, this guy. Yes. <laughs> So we get, uh, we see a, a bit where we see those lights up close where Capaldi picks up and it's a fish. Yeah. Do you think that fish looked all right? Um, no. Hmm. I don't think it looked great. It didn't, it could have looked worse. Yeah. But it was all right. I think they show a bit too much of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the the problem is, is when they start to give it scale, then it becomes an issue. So when you when you see how big the eye is, yeah. Well, on the TARDIS screen at the beginning, you know where we see the red line. Yeah. It's at least like four miles long. Like, well, that's not the monster. The red line that's in the on the scanner when they're leaving, they leave, and then the TARDIS is like, shit, there's something in the river. There's something in the river. Oh, that's the monster. Yeah. Yeah, it's massive. Yeah, but the eye is only like that big. Oh, I see what you mean. I thought you meant the fish. So, like, the scale, it's, yeah, not, yeah. it's not done... Oh, I was talking about the flappy fish he carries. Oh, you know, he holds right. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rubber Sorry. thing. Sorry. No, um, yeah, yeah. Well, I speak about that when they go under... It's when that's... The scene I'm talking about is when they just come out of the ice, isn't it? After going underwater. Yes. Sorry. Um, you said they're very heavy, those things. Your mum's got one, haven't you? The helmet, uh, diver's helmet. Diving belt yeah. thing, yeah. I'd love one. They shit me up, though. I think they're well scary. Do you not think? No. <laughs> I always thought they were scary. I think it might have been Scooby-Doo. You know, the monster in Scooby-Doo who wears that thing? Jinkies. Do you know what I mean? No. You, have you never seen Scooby-Doo? Yeah, yeah, I've seen Scooby-Doo. You know the monster who's in the scuba diving suit? Are we talking about the series or the film? Both. I don't know. Probably. Don't find a picture because I don't really care. <laughs> that guy. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. Remember? Yeah. You don't. Yeah. No. <laughs> Great though. Yeah, I think it was Scooby Doo Two: Monsters Unite or something. I don't know what's called. Scary ass shit that film. Don't watch it if you're under the age of nine. Um. I thought the massive CGI monster was all right. It's rare we see someone on that scale okay. so close to other characters. Mm. Uh, last time I reckon was. That episode I mentioned before, um, the London on the spaceship. 
you know, we have to vote. Matt Smith's second yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it's called. Don't Google it. I'm not Googling it. Looking at Lord Sutcliffe's, Sutcliffe's face. So all that setup is great. I really enjoy that. Yeah. After that, there's not much. He just the doctor just seems to solve the problem. Well, basically, the whole thing is that the the fish gets freed. Yeah. And it's not really mentioned if it is an alien or not. Well, the doctor shouts at Bill for saying, "Right, well, you're an idiot for assuming." Is the, well, it's is Mr. Mis- is Mr. Sutcliffe supposed to be a? No, he's not an alien. He's not an alien. He's not an alien because the doctor's surprised that you know he's not an alien because he doesn't seem like he's got any human part about him. Because he's an asshole. Well, I'm sure some of the st- isn't there like a bit of a prose to this that the master sold him the fish. Hey, eh? no. Yeah. When's that? In like a, a, a probably big finish, isn't it, or something? I don't know. That's cool. Yeah. That is cool. I like that. Uh, but I just feel like I've seen... When I first played this, I was thinking, I've seen this before. Because we, uh, we've seen this uh, Victorian London set a lot now. In Doctor yeah. Who. It, it occurs like three times, I think, in Matt Smith's, or maybe four. Uh, and this is like the third time. I mean, the first episode of Capaldi mm. as a Doctor is in the, on this set. Well, it's getting a bit tiring, and uh, that one was like a big dinosaur in London. I know this isn't really a big... historical, mm. and like when I was growing up, like a lot of the hat, well, they're only really in hat, aren't they? The, the historical stories, like the ac- say accurate. There's a bit of room for wiggle, but I never really liked the historicals. I always used to think they were like the boring ones. Mm. Like I wanted monsters and mm. you know monsters per minute, yeah, robots. I know what you mean. But like now, I go back to some of those Hartnells, like the Romans, and mm. listen to Marco Polo and stuff, and I think they're great. Yeah, I prefer the historical ones to be honest. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Well, but there's not many. No, so not. Are new, you out after that? Is new. that what you're saying? Like, so we'll do a couple of historicals, and when they're all done, you'll leave it. That was and you plan. Oh right, okay, yeah, yeah, that's fine, that's fine. We're leaving soon. I can't be asked doing well, this podcast Well, we'll do one longer. next week. <laughs> you're lucky, I'm here. Uh, yeah, but this episode really wraps up quick. But it, yeah, again, it doesn't because it's like twenty minutes left. There's a lot of setup, and then it's all sort yeah. of solved really quickly. Isn't very, it? very quickly. Um, so barrels come out of nowhere. Well, no, it's the they get it's captured, for the fireworks, isn't it? They get the, captured, supposedly. Yeah, yeah, they get captured and they get taken to the middle of the Thames, where there are all those barrels of gunpowder. Yeah, there, which is really that they're gonna. St- blast a hole through the ice and get the mm. monster to eat everybody so they can keep making these bricks. And Bill has to make a decision, do we kill the monster or let it loose? Yeah. If he lets it loose. Well, <laughs> it just swims away. But somehow, considering the size, it doesn't knock down Tower Bridge or anything. Yeah. So. I don't think that was a wise decision. I'd kill it. Just, yeah, just yeah. cold blood. I mean, they had the perfect chance when the eye was right in front of them when they were in the yeah. water. And I don't it. think the ice was, was that thin, was it, really? No. So, uh... Mr. Trick there, didn't you, Stephen? Oh, that's a good idea. I'll be around that later. Right, write it down. down. Oh, my tight curls. <laughs> so the creature leaves, um, and then they go back to 2017, and Nard Doyle's there, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I, I really hate Nardole. 
And whenever a story, excuse me, whenever Sorry. a story like this, that's with the Doctor and Bill, mm. I think they're a great team. I think they complement each other really you well. Reckon? Yeah. Um, I really like Bill. Yeah, I do like. I like them. It's just a shame about some of the stories because they're just. Uh, there's a few of them. And they're just dreadful. Yeah. But Capaldi and Pearl Mackey have a really nice relationship. I think they bounce off each other really well. Yeah, they do. And whenever a story... Like, I enjoyed this. I thought it was pretty good like, as we watched it. Yeah. But then you get to the end, and then you then Nadal's still there. Yeah. And I just think, oh, thank God he wasn't in the story, but why is he here? I, think, I just think he's dreadful. Mm. I saw, there was a poll that was on Twitter a few months ago. I think it was probably when we did the... Was it Kill the Moon where we saw him first? Or it might be a Mac. No, uh, no, it was Kill the Moon. It was a. Uh, oh shit! Which one? Was, it was. Oxygen. Yes. And I just. I, it was, there was a poll, and it was like your favourite companions, and he came. Fourth, fifth. Mm. Like of all time. Why? It beggars belief. <laughs> What's wrong with this world? What? You know, sometimes I think, what a time to be alive. And other times I think, you're voting for Nadal above... He shouldn't even what be What did he come list. above? Oh, don't. Well, if he's fifth, it's got to be a lot of people. Well, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure it was either Clara or Sarah Jane that came first. Because, you know... They are great. They do. I'm pretty sure he beat Leela. Right. What about Zoe? Oh, I d- uh, no, I don't know a lot of What's people like Zoe. Perry. Perry, that's Well, it, Perry's right? number one, isn't she? She has to be. You put in the list, though. Where's she from? Probably quite low. Oh, really? Yeah, because everybody hates Perry. Yeah, she's just whiny. No, I don't think so. I think whiny. she's great. Amy Pond's whiny. Oh, I hate Amy. Aye. But yeah, it's oh, it's it's just a shame with these series 10, especially. I think, well, I think he's only in this one series, isn't he? Uh, no. Uh, sorry, series. Just I Um,. Hey Siri, what do you think about Nardole? Hmm, I don't have an answer for that. Is there something else I can help with? No, I'm saying it's um uh, yeah I think series ten is uh, the only series that Nardole's in. I don't think so. <laughs> let it let me stop you there. Let's have a look. Uh, yeah, the series eleven. He's in series eleven as no, well. No, he's not, because that's Jody. It's yeah. a series. Yeah, I think it's the bit, bits that confuse me because he's not in it, and for, really for the first four episodes. Well, he's there for the whole thing, isn't he? But he's he doesn't he's really background. do anything. No, no. And he's just annoying. Yeah. I know I don't like Matt Lucas, but the character is just pointless. Yeah. He's there as like he's a robot, isn't he? He's an android, isn't he? No. Yeah. No. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he he's not. Nadal. He's not. He. In the first episode he appeared in, which was uh, the Wedding River song, I think it's called. Species. Cyborg. He, the husband's a river song. So he was normal in that. And then he got put into this like massive mech. And then he was head. So then I think the doc. It was, it's off screen. We don't know what happened. But right. he just appears in the next episode. Back to normal. So the doctor did something. I just. I, can't, I really can't stand him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Only a matter of time. And, oh, yeah. It just ruins it for me. It pisses me off, stuff like this. You Who's got a great way of doing it. It's just like kicking the balls. Yeah, you? it's like, oh, did you enjoy that? 
Wee. Oh God. Matt Lucas, go on. In you get. Right, that's a good idea. Let me write that down. Let me write tight canals. Right. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I, it's a very nothing episode. Yeah. Which is a shame. But the first half, I could. I yeah, did, I, it's great. I did enjoy it though. Uh, yeah, the setup's great, but it just doesn't. It didn't really do anything for me after that. No. I, w- I don't say it's. I wouldn't say it's bad. No, it's not bad. But I wouldn't say it's great. No, it's not great. You know. <laughs> I wouldn't um, say it's good. No. I wouldn't say it's bad. No. I wouldn't say it's amazing. No. I wouldn't say it was awful. No. I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I thought it was good. I'd give it a solid red. <laughs> oh no, I I'd go amber. No, I'd go amber. I think it's all right. It's a soft amber. Yeah. One to I, go I to do, sleep to. Yeah, I, I, do, <laughs> I do like the bit where the doctor punches, punches him. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. I like the setup of there's a big fish under the Thames. Mm-hmm. I think that's quite a nice idea. Um, there's nothing else that's really Not there, really, is there? No. You know, we, no, that's pretty much it. Um, oh, well. oh, and the kids at the end, yeah, they get the yeah. Well, the... oh, let's do a rating because I got a bit well, of a story for you on that. Oh, hang on, go on. So, did you ever figure out if that kid is actually related to Perry? No. Well, yeah, because that's something. When Perry Gilliam is well, that. when the doctor's writing, was it writing it into his into the bloke's will? Yeah, is it? Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. He he says, "What's your name?" And he says, "Perry," doesn't he? Yeah. And I thought, as a little nod, the doctor wrote Perpa Gilliam for like you know yeah. Perpa Gilliam Brown, Perry Brown. The but second he name isn't Brown. But what does he write? I don't know. I couldn't read. I couldn't read it. No, it's very it. obviously not Capaldi. Capaldi's writing either. But um, how do you know? I don't know. Well, mind you, Perpigillium is a is a girl's name, isn't it? So he's Perry with a Y. Yeah. So, but you know, why would I you just... call the character that though? Perry. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, it would have been Peregrine. Oh, who's that? That's what Perry's short for, isn't it? Is it Peregrine? No, Colin said Perry's whole name in the episode we just watched. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Perry, the, a male name. Is Peregrine. Yeah. Who's that? That's what it, That's what the fault... Fuck me. Perry yeah. is short for Perpagillium yeah. for a girl. Yeah. Perry for a boy yeah. is short for Peregrine. Right. So he must have written Peregrine. Right. But he's not... There's not a character in the future. No. Okay. That's he just what... wrote his full name. Oh, who gives a shit then? Right, can we? Uh, yeah, Amber, low, low, go to sleep with it. Yeah, it's yeah. a good episode to go to sleep. It's a good episode to go to sleep to. I thought it was. Yeah, it was all right. It was all right. All right. Um, should we see what other people think? No. All right then. Yeah, let's do that. Because it doesn't matter what we think. It doesn't matter <laughs> what we think. Three bits of feedback this week. Uh, first up is Keith Say. Hi, Keith. Hi, Keith. Keith has this to say about Varos. I adore Varos, a story rather scarily accurate in its predictions for the future of entertainment, capitalism, and populist democ- democracy. 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 
Syl is a great villain. Colin is brilliant as always, and Jason Connery gets his shirt off. Way! Excellent. Yeah, I adore. I I like Varus. Ah. I did. I nearly said adore. I I really like Varus. Mm. I think it's, I think it's good. Mm. Mm. He says this about Thin Ice. Thin Ice looks gorgeous. Doctor Who and Bill are great together. They are brave enough to kill a kid, and Doctor Who gets to punch a racist. Even the most cynical should love that moment. Except you. (laughs) Luke thinks it's a shit idea. I don't. I just think it's just... Let's leave it, shall we? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, let's just leave it. I think he should have punched him harder. There you go. Uh, Next up is Neil Spike. He responded to a comment by Keith, who said uh, this about Varos. I love it. Great story. I watched it again for the umpteenth time with a friend on Sunday, and it's only just occurred to me that there is no vengeance in Vengeance on Varos. Hmm. Yeah. There isn't really, is there? Well, what's, well, the, de- a- what's the definition of vengeance? Hey, Siri. What is the definition of vengeance? Vengeance means... Punishment inflicted or retribution exacted for an injury or wrong. Now, I understand all of those words separately, but as a sentence, it went straight through me. So, it means that (laughs) if you have wronged something or done something bad... It's getting your own back, isn't it? Yeah, so I think there is, because it's the voting system. I suppose. He failed failed his whatever it is. I think it's probably that it sounds good, vengeance on Varos. No, there is actually vengeance in there. Okay. The whole setup is a yes, no voting system. Well, Neil, uh, Luke says you're wrong. I'm indifferent. All right, then. There we go. Next up is Mr. Day. Mr. Day has this to say about vengeance oh, on Varos. God, you're right. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I nearly wet myself. I'm not the biggest Colin fan. That bloody coat. Right, I've got that out of the way. And the whining between the Doctor and Perry soon gets tedious. Mind you... I'd probably whine if I was cooped up within the, in the TARDIS with the Sixth Doctor. That, that's pretty fair. That's fair. Saying that, Vengeance is one of the highlights of Season 22. Like most of Colin's era, it's dark and grubby and full of unpleasant characters. This was aired during the time of the video nasty, mm. when you could wander into a video rental store and pick up a copy of Cannibal Hol- yeah. Holocaust. Driller Killer. Shit me. Pick up a copy of Cannibal Holocaust or Driller Killer cheap sleazy films that bombarded the viewer with scenes of gore torture real life animal cruelty and bad dubbing the public loved it yeah do you remember i was telling you about drill color yeah you shoving a drill in my face yeah yeah but no i i I like this area of video nasties my dad loves it as well Mm. and this is in my opinion the most interesting aspect of varos the varosian government give the pop Oh, and he's charging. The Varosian government give the populace the entertainment that they clearly relish. Arak and Etta are us, watching from the sidelines. It also becomes a bit of a cliche now, but the characters really were proto-reality TV viewers, complete with the ability to cast votes. Hangings, acid baths, men in nappies. The Varosian people were truly spoilt for entertainment. It's nasty stuff. The scene at the end where the network is switched off and the couple look at each other, lost, is unsettling to say the least. We said, we when we watched it and that happened. Yeah. Well, obviously it happened because it happens on everybody's copy of Vengeance on Varus. Yeah. Uh, 
well, I thought that's, that's, that was a nice touch. It's like, well, what do we do now? It's finished. You know, oh, Britain's Got Talent yeah. is on for at least six more months now. What shite are we going to watch? It was very. It's a very meta thing to do. Isn't yeah. It? So I thought it was, it's clever, clever. Of course, the truly great thing about Varos is Sil. Nabil Shaban is remarkable as the slimy alien and gets all the best lines. I would like to see Sil back in the new series, or if not Sil, at least another mentor. Well, um, you know when that Cassandra, Cassandra, oh, you get the little blue bloke. Yeah, don't that's, you? What, that's yeah. what I was thinking of. Like, is it the same race or no. something? No, because they are quite similar. We got a similar shape. It's shaped just body. a small character, isn't it? No, I'm not saying that. Well, no, you know, it's just a little alien. I think that's... Yeah, I suppose. The rest of the cast are rather overshadowed by his performance. I'm struggling to remember the names of the other humanoids. Wasn't there a bloke called Rondel? But, yeah, yeah, there was. My favorite character. Nice to see the roasting ladies familiar with 80s big hair. Martin Jarvis sounds bored, and Jason Connery doesn't do much beyond flashing his nips. Martin Jarvis was also in the Web Planet. Mm. Martin Jarvis is the commander, by the way, the one who keeps getting electrocuted in the chair. Yeah, he was one of the Monoptera. He looks like, a, like a, not an action man. It's not that brand, but it's like GI Joe action figure. Cheap. No. But just different. Different. Yeah. It's. I suppose it's like Hornby and Triang trains. Exactly. It, you know. So not bad. I can't imagine any other Doctor in this other than Sixth. Other than Six. And that's all that I can be asked to say about it. He did well. He did well then, Mr. Day. Yeah. And, and you know, for the most part, I reckon, you, I reckon you're, pretty, you're pretty bob on. Bob on there. Thin ice. It's like shooting fish in a barrel, this. I found it kind of dull. I mean, it looked nice. The BBC are great at costume drama. I like Bill. I don't dislike Capaldi, but I can't remember much else about it, and there was no way I was going to watch it again. Big angler fish, wasn't it? Some racists, again. Street urchins, two out of five. And the final thing is that bloody coat. Dot, 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 yeah. dot, 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 shock face. <laughs> yeah, that fucking coat. Well, I feel like Mr. Day's... Do you think he should give it another go? I don't. Oh, the episode? Yeah. No, God, no. Oh, right. But okay. I was just going to say, I think Mr. Day's, like, ideas and, like, thoughts on sh- on episodes yeah. align with ours quite a lot. Yes. Good. So it doesn't really matter what he thinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so, yeah, thanks for all that feedback, everybody. It was nice. Thank you very much. Now... I think we should just say quickly what we're going to be doing next week. Yeah. Do you want to go first? No. Nope. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. So, we are heading... Oh, did anybody guess what this story was, by the way? What story? Mine, that I'm going to pick. No. Do you remember earlier on when I said... I'm not really... I don't... I'm not great You're not at really list. with it. I'm not great at listening so, to you, to be honest. we are heading to season 19. Oh, yes, with the three companions. Yes. Fucking hell. We're heading to season 19, serial 5. It's a fifth Doctor story oh. with Adric, Tegan and Nyssa. Oh. It's Black Orchid. Oh. The TARDIS arrives on Earth in 1925, where due to a case of mistaken identity, the fifth Doctor ends up playing in a local cricket match. Ooh. The travellers accept an invitation to a masked fancy dress ball 
but events take on a more sinister tone as murders are perpetrated at the county home at the country home of their host, Lord Charles Cranley. He'd be back in about an hour. He'll be back in about an hour. I Don't worry about his hair much. He'll be back in about an hour. So yeah, black orchid. Okay. 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 Mm. It's two parts, by the way. Well. Do you wanna know mine? Is it a two parter? No. Is it David Turner? No. Is it Matt Smith? Yes. So I feel sick already. Because my episode this week was quite uneventful, I decided to rectify that for next week. Rack them. Um, you mentioned sport, cricket game. Mm. How about a football game? Ugh. We're going for the lodger. Starring Matt Smith oh, and... God. Say it together. James, James Corden. The doctor must solve the mystery of a staircase that people go up but never go down. You do. You see Matt Smith go down, but never come back down. So there we are. I'm excited for this one because I don't think it's that bad. Well, that'll be uh, exciting, won't it? Aye, I'm excited. So if anybody's got any feedback to send in on Black Orchid or The Lodger, Lodger. Uh, you can send it in the usual way. All the info is at the end of the podcast. Podcast. And... We do have another email address now, don't we? That is going to be part of our new website that's coming soon. Yes. But should we just keep keep with this email for now? Yeah. And leave people wondering. Big, like big, a wonder- big stuff's on there. Big horizon. stuff. Big, big, stuff. big, big. Big no-no from Jeff, though. Um, leave him alone now. Oh, I'll leave him alone. All right. But Sorry, yeah, Jeff. Big, big stuff coming yeah. now. Um, so, yeah. There'll be a website coming out soon where you'll be able to do all the stuff that you can do on a website. There might be some mini-games on there. <laughs> get some designers involved you know get yeah, Murray to yeah, do we'll some make, uh, we're going to make it really really nice it's going to be great it's going to be great yeah uh, so yeah so if you've got any feedback on those wait to the end of the podcast uh, and uh, yeah all the info is there mm. so I don't know if you're aware of this but I've I keep my ear very close to the ground in Doctor Who circles. Right, yeah, you got a bad back from that. Yeah, it's awful. And uh, I found out some inside gossip. Oh. So you're aware of Big Finish? Um, the ones who make your ears bleed. The audio drama collective fronted by Nick Briggs. Yeah. Well, apparently this week, this is the week of the 7th now, obviously. Yeah. Well, last week it would have been. But um, there's been a big, big bust-up at Big Finish HQ. Oh. Which means that the whole production team have just gone boo and split. Right. Completely straight down the middle. Yeah. When's this then? This week? Last Monday. All right, okay. I think it was. Yeah, it would have been last Monday when we released the Dominators one. Mm-hmm. Was it? I can't remember. What was the question? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, there's been a big, 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 big bust-up. Right. Big finish HQ, and uh, because of this, apparently there is a new sort of. Well, it's not even a sister company really because they're completely just parted ways. Mm. So there's been a, a sister company. Uh, well, a big finish alike right. that's been set up, and this has been really, really tricky for me to nail down. But because we, you know, we want to give our listeners the best possible content and news completely up to the date yeah i thought i'd have to ring the big guns wheel them out 
and uh, see what I could find. Did okay? you find anything? I did. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. So you're hearing this first, everybody. So apparently this new company is called Small Start. Right. And it is headed up by... Let me just get my notes. So it's headed up by a chap called Rick Figs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rickless Figs? I don't know. Um, yeah, so Small Start. And they're going to be doing Doctor Who audio dramas and any other series that is defunct and nobody really cares about anymore yeah. they're going to make as many audiobooks as they possibly can right. about this now obviously they haven't released any content yet as in full whack yeah um releases but i've got an insider okay who? i can't i'm not at this minute i can't divulge who that is is it, is it mg well i'm just going to say that it's keith say that's Push, you know, told me about all of this. Right. So, if anybody has any issues with this, you know, it's Take Keith. It all with yeah, him. you got to go and speak to Keith. So, yeah, Keith gave me this guy's number, so I gave him a ring to find out what was going on, and he said, "Look, I can't really say what's happening at the moment, but what I can do is I can send you a trailer for what's going to be our first release." Shit. And it is based. It is a, an audio drama, mm. but it's a musical. Right. That takes place with some of the characters from Thin Ice. No way. The story that you, no, yeah, from the story that you've just done. So what we've managed to get is a little sound bite, a wav, yeah. as you might say, uh, from this new production. It's As yet, it's untitled, so I don't know what the full production is going to be called, but uh, it is written, written, directed, and it apparently... According to these notes, this is just an image that somebody's taken on their phone and sent me, so it's not it's not anywhere. So it's written, directed, starring, and monster voices by Rick Figs. Right. So he's got a big hand in this. Um so we'll see what happens if anybody sends any negative feedback towards it. I wonder what his reaction would be. So well, I tell you what, should we just should we sign out and let everybody listen to the newest, well, what's going to be the first big release from Small Start Productions? Yeah, I I feel honored that we're given the opportunity to promote this. Yeah. First as well. Well, we, it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a bit under the radiator uh, under the radiator, under the radar, but yeah. um yeah, hopefully see what people think and um, It's like a WCCY exclusive. Yeah. Original. Exclusive from, original. Yeah, original. Original. Yeah, yeah. So, um, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thank you. It's been all right, isn't it? It's been one? okay. Um, if you've got any feedback, of course, on Black Orchid or The Lodger, the Lodger. just wait until after this uh, WCCY exclusive, Yeah, and all the information will be there for you to send the feedback. So, um, thanks very much for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Have a good one. Don't do anything silly, and get your vaccines. Aye. All right, I'm going to go. Coming soon from Small Start Productions, Doctor Who, Fat Ice. Where the fuck has he gone?
chaps will be back in about now. Fuck it out. Fuck it out. Got bells and bells to move. I ain't doing no more fucking work until he gets back. I'm sick of this. Don't get paid. Fuck all. And the horse shit. And the fucking horse shit in the road. Except kids. Fucking boots are ruined. Covered in it. Shite. Oh uh, well. Oh well. Well, and you guys are just hanging about until. Aye. Oh, until fucking Norbert gets back. Hey, did I ever tell you the story about that old boat that got sucked off down the river? No. Well, let me tell you. A poor old geezer He got sucked off downstream Little bastards on the Thames You know what they were fucking doing? Stealing ice cream I had all the receipt about them little fucking buggies First we'll steal it by That's just how we get by Open the doors, we're gonna rummage your drawers Filthy hands running round, it's a luck of the draw Then we'll stick your watch, a copper feel of your coat Then we'll rip off your mitts, feel around for your fingers You can't shut at us, we're only six inches tall We're the filthy little fuckers from the street Sucky's getting rich tonight It runs in the family Watch it, don't skin The monster and his little green lights First we'll steal the pie That's just how we get by Open the doors We're gonna rummage your drawers Filthy hands running round the luck of the drawer Then we'll nick your watch Cop the feel of your coat We'll rip off your mitts and feel around for your fingers. You can't shout at us, we're only six inches tall. We're the filthy little fuckers from the street. Little hands, little feet, they got nothing to eat. The ice fair is a place to be. Give them a copper or two, and give them your shoe. Make sure you keep a flyer, bring a fucking brew. First we'll steal a pie, that's just how we get by. Open the doors, we're gonna rummage your drawers. Filthy hands running round, it's the luck of the draw. They won't make your watch, cop a feel of your coat. We'll rip off your mitts and feel around for your fingers. You can't shut at us, we're only six inches tall. We're the filthy little fuckers from the street. No more stealing, no more killing. Signed the papers and the chilling. Inherited by the runt from the pocket of that. Lord Saki got his arms kicked in. Roll out the barrel. We'll have a barrel of fun. Oh, this is shit, you guys. Glad this dirt 
First we'll steal a pie, that's just how we get by. Open your doors, we're gonna rummage your drawers. Filthy ants running round, it's the luck of the draw. Then we'll nick your watch, copper feel of your coat. Rip off your mitts and feel around for your fingers. You can't shout at us, we're only six inches tall. We're the filthy little fuckers from the street. We're the filthy little fuckers from the street. You can send us your feedback and comments by contacting us on Twitter at Who Can Convince or send us an email to Who Can Convince You at gmail.com. You can also send us some audio feedback, either as an attachment in an email, or you can visit speakpipe.com forward slash who can convince you. Be sure to leave us a rating and a review in your podcast platform to help people find us. Jesus Christ. Yes, eh? Okay, yeah, that's fine. Are we ready? Yeah. Okay. One, two, three, four. Done. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. One, two, three, go, go, go.